Hey, hey, sports dev, welcome back. Yours truly, Mike's in the house again. Mike. Adeo. How far? I'm here. <laughs> okay, so this episode, as always, is brought to you by Real Baobab Fruit Powder. Um, get your baobab from realbaobab.com. Um, 100% baobab fruit powder, gone from the Arewa region of Nigeria. Um, high in vitamin C, six times the potassium of bananas, magnesium, antioxidants, great stuff. So get yours. Okay, Mike. What's the deal? Yes, where, do we, where do we start? Where do we start? Where do we start? Where There's do we so start? much to talk about. So much since the last time we talked. I mean, I don't even remember, honestly, anymore. But I believe, I, I don't even know if we have friendly matches. We might have even had... Uh, I think it was friendly matches, and we finally ended up... We played we Cameroon before? twice. We played Cameroon twice and couldn't beat oh. them. Okay, there's been Premier League and success yeah. of our players in the... Well, let's, let's, start with the Cameroonian, let's start with the Cameroonian game. Ah, the Cameroonian match, where do we start? What's up, what, what's what up with that? Like, we played Cameroon twice. We couldn't beat them either game. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Um, not much to draw from those matches, honestly, because... It was the end of the season. A lot of a few of the guys couldn't show up. You could just tell boys are in vacation mode. I don't draw much. Honestly, don't see didn't see much of what we were gonna gain from those encounters, you know, in terms of yeah. we weren't playing any summer tournaments. It was good to have the guys come. I think for the very benefit of just having the guys camp, you know, maybe talk to the gaffer and hear his boys, see them all, check up on them in terms of medical and all that good stuff and send them on their way to holidays. They played those two matches like they were on holidays. So yeah, they did. Like, there, was there, was nothing, there was no no fire. There was no fire. Nothing special. No rhythm, nothing. It is and I, and, you know, and as much as I want to offer some criticisms, it, it, it's kind of pointless. There's nothing. There's really nothing you can skim from that. Even Cameroon. The only thing is we lost our uh, Sterling record against Cameroon over the last uh, since the year 2000. I believe we hadn't lost to them. Since and even if you really count that 2001 thing with a loss, it was a penalty shootout loss in the AFCON finals. So, if you look at that and you just historically look in 2004, we finally came back and beat them in the quarterfinals of AFCON through uh, a wonderful pass from Kano Wankwa to John Ataka and scored I remember that, that pass. But really, he, that match was he placed that ball from the kick. midfield. That was a, that but was that, a free kick from JJ Okocha at the start to uh, yeah, you know, give us the first goal. I think after Eto had scored. Yeah. Anyways, I remember that match vividly. It is one of the watershed moments in our in our playing against Cameroon from that era. I think that was like the end of their era and sort of the beginning of our dominance over them. And then, and no one will ever forget that four-zero pasting we gave them in your qualifiers. Uh, yeah, qualifiers included as a three-nil friendly victory we had. I believe it was either in Austria. I think that was where it was at. Yeah, yeah. And and just generally, and then, of course, the AFCON victory in the quarter in the round of uh, 16 in 2019. So although it's just a friendly, but, you know, the Cameroonians, they, they, were, they, were, they were stunned by all those. And they, you know, in reality, Nigeria owns Cameroon. The only victories Cameroon has ever had are in... One of them was in the World Cup qualifier in 1989, ahead of qualifying for the 1990 World Cup, when they beat us 1-0 in, I believe it was in Yaoundé. I'm not sure if it was, but it was in Cameroon. 
and we couldn't beat them in, in Nigeria. I think we tied 0-0 in that qualifier. That was a difference. Yeah. That Cameroonian team went and shown, but the difference was that 1-0 victory. If we had tied that match, we would have made it to the World Cup. We lost. That one, the, the, another victory was, I think, in 84 in the finals of AFCON with Roger Miller and them. I think and no one will argue that they were the better side then. I wasn't I, – I was born, but I didn't watch that match. But just from talking and – Looking at historical records and facts, you can not deny that Cameroonian scored of 84. Then, of course, in controversial terms in 88, when they beat us in the finals, where the match just had Isa Hayatu's hands all over it, where Henry Wosu scored a picture-perfect textbook header, and the referee disallowed the goal. And then from yeah. nowhere, we get a penalty blown on us, and then Emmanuel Kunde scored the the game-winning goal in 88. So really, apart from those, if you look at the history, we always beat Cameroon. I think our record against Cameroon is sterling. It's like, I don't know the numbers, but it's something like 10 victories to their only their three and something like that. But So, I mean, it, looking at that game, I know there's not, there's not much to take from the game, but if you look at that game and then you look at a couple of games before that, you know, we had that whole thing with Sierra Leone, the two-game streak. Um... We didn't beat them. And then the roar over the last few games hasn't particularly looked good, right? He, he compared to what we saw during the qualifiers last year and some other games. When you look at the last string of games, I don't know. You know, and then you look at the home base Super Eagles, the debacle of the friendly against Mexico, which you watched live. I was there um, in Los Angeles, yeah, California. Yeah. That and then, you, you, uh, you know, I then, you know, I try my best not to criticize Pinnock, but, you know, when then you look at the his statements after the game about the fact that, hey, you know, these are our Super Eagles B team and, um, hey, you know, you guys are not going to be traveling to any uh, third-rate <laughs> country on contracts. You know, taking contracts from anywhere. If you're not taking contracts from any of the major European clubs to leave Nigeria, you're not leaving. You know, I just thought that comment and everything else just kind of missed the mark. It, 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 it he, it's almost like these guys are living in a bubble, and it's, it no, it is, and it's, it's disturbing because I know his rise, you know, and I know the fact that he knows. That these guys, it's difficult for them to earn a living um, playing for some of these professional clubs in Nigeria. I know he knows that um, the training mechanism for a lot of these clubs is nothing compared to what it should be. And now he's a FIFA executive committee member. Um, and for him to say what he said means he doesn't fully acknowledge the problems. <laughs> which means he's not going to do anything about it, even with his additional influence now, right? Yes. Uh, Bomo, um, that's those uh, statements you made are loaded with a lot of talking points, right? And if you give me a second here, and I know sometimes I can drag on and on when we talk football, yeah. but let's, let's, let's focus on Raw. First. And actually, before I even focus on Raw, I think it's important to recognize that in Nigerian football, in any, any sport, anywhere, um, it's a holistic approach to make things work. And when one part of the machinery is not functioning fully, then it affects the entire system. 
So in football, you need good, great players. That's number one. If you don't have the players, everything else is irrelevant. So you need the players, definitely. But you also need good coaching. And then you also need administration doing their part. Now, um, I've been on some sites, some sites with Nigerian football stakeholders, talk, fans and supporters just talking. And one of the things we, we were talking about is scoring cannot roar based on percentages. And a lot of people are saying, okay, if some people say if you look at his as, as winning percentage based on the number of matches he's played, that in all the matches that he's played, there are 90 points available for him to take, and he's taken 63 of those points. So that will equate to a 70% point snatching ratio. But that doesn't really tell the story because, again, should Nigeria be celebrating beating Lesotho? Not really. Should Nigeria be celebrating beating Sierra Leone? Not really. We didn't beat them, by the way. Should Nigeria be celebrating beating Benet? Not really. So some of these countries, when you look at it, is it is whatever. In my mind, Anne, I really rank Raw based on his performances against the teams on our level or close to our level, either in Africa or the rest of the world. And when I broke down how I wanted to rank him, I decided to break it down into three phases. Pre-World Cup 2018, where I scored him an outstanding score of A+. If, there's, if you can add extra, I dash him extra. Because yeah. of the simple fact that he brought in an unbeforeseen professionalism to the Super Eagles. Matt's um, di- uh, discussions about players arriving late and discipline, all that was, were things of the past. He infused youth into the team. Not fake youth, but real youth, and gave those guys a chance. Guys like Kelechian, Acho, uh, Alexander will be, even Wilfred and Didi. If you look at the players that come into the Super because they come in now at ages that are really young. Uh-huh. And on top of that, all that doesn't matter if the results on the field don't match what, where they're supposed to be. But with the mandate given to him, he totally exceeded that mandate, qualified us for the World Cup from the toughest group in perhaps the entire world, or at least in Africa, and in flying colors with two games to spare and even was able to withstand NFF's maladministration that cost us three points when we fielded a player that was suspended already. Imagine that. Imagine that. And in that whole, and, and then when you now think of the incompetence of the NFF and then the results of those times, you can recognize why he gets almost 100% record score for me. Now, the next time is post uh, from the World Cup to AFCON. From World Cup to AFCON 19 is when you begin to see the cracks in Gunnar Raw. This is when you start to question his um, game management skills, right? And you can look at the match against game management and also tactical noose is what I, how I put it. And tactical noose would be in terms of what formation are you lining the players up? Are you giving them the best chance to succeed? And that match against Croatia, we just looked like the formation we came up came out in was horrible. And the same thing happened, although it was a friendly against England prior to the World Cup. That first half, we were just overrun in the middle. And yeah. it took, I give him credit for changing the formation up a little bit in the second half, and that caused us to actually do something better with equal B scoring and that, that, that friendly and giving us a little bit of respect back because we were getting overrun in that match. And then you look at the Argentina match. That one, and for me, that Argentina match was a fireable offense. If not for the fact that you look for where we were at before he took over, 
to where we're, you know, where we're at after he took over. But for me, that match against Argentina, his complete lack of understanding that you needed to bring in players into the middle that could help hold us because we were retiring, you know, and yet he just sat there and did nothing. Another thing that a lot of fans have been complaining about is that he tends to not make substitutions on time. He waits till forever before making substitutions, invites new players, doesn't play them. You know, gives, sends them out for the last three minutes of time, injury time, five minutes, when they can't show anything, and so we don't see. Valid concerns, but yet I will still give him credit for qualifying us to AFCON again with another game to spare, even though we lost the first match of that qualification series. And I'm going to let that Madagascar game go because I, I understood what he did there. But yet, people will dock him for that, so I can't ignore that. But personally, I don't hold it against him, but it's there. And we finish in third is not bad in AFCON for your first time, and also having a top scorer in qualification, top scorer in AFCON. So I ranked him maybe if I give him 100% the first time, I give him 70% the second time. But then you now have to look at post-AFCON, and I have to be bitterly honest, Gernot Rohr gets an F from me. Now, of course, I say this understanding that the NFF has a big part to play in this too. Because if you look at after AFCON, it was the debacle of his contract. And that contract was played out in the media. It was political. You could tell there were agents and forces trying to achieve their own aims. He stood steadfast. He agreed to a lot of things in his contract that really made me stand up and say, what coach worth his onions will agree to these kinds of conditions? There's rumblings that Gennard Raw is kind of involved in player transfers and dealings. There are rumblings about that. I cannot verify. Uh, it, I, I don't believe. Theory. I don't believe, man. I'm just telling you what's out I there. Don't, yeah. I don't know that it is or it isn't. There, there are some rumblings about agents that his agent is also an agent to some players. Or again, I don't know. I can't. I can't verify it. But one must also acknowledge that he has the man is old money all the time. Still does his job. Um, he's being forced to pick local players when clearly local players are not it. But regardless of all that, when you look at the product on the field, the style the Super Eagles have been playing has been rubbish. The last, since in 2020, we didn't win any matches. Okay, COVID. But we're not the only country that suffered from COVID. Everybody had COVID in the world. We didn't win a single match in 2020. The matches that people will point to and say these were good matches we played, the match against Ukraine, the match against Brazil, we had a 2-0 lead against Ukraine and blew it. We ended up tying 2-2. We had, a, we had a lead against Brazil, albeit in Brazil, so you can't be mad that you draw against Brazil, but we're up one nothing and lost. Our goalkeepers, do we have any goalkeeper? We had Akbayi as our starting goalkeeper, and any Nigerian football fan will tell you when Akbayi is in goal, how the attack is one second away from happening. That was our starting. So, And then you, you go post-2020, 2021. We had the debacle of, was it 2021 or 2020? I don't even remember the year. The debacle of Sierra Leone, losing a 4-0 lead to Sierra Leone, not being able to beat them on their rice field. Again, that one out lead. But that 4-0 lead is a blemish, right? Losing to Algeria, having a lead against Tunisia in a friendly, losing that, friend, that, 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 um, that lead. Not really played silky football at all. The only match I'll say, okay, we did something, was that match against Republic of Benin. But my friend, I'm not celebrating any victories over Bennett. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, but that's not our, our level is beyond that. So when you look at that holistically, 
you can say there's a reason for this, reason for that, but the facts remain. General Raw's record since post uh, since AFCON 2019 has been dismal, and the team performance has been dismal. And when you juxtaposition that with the types of players we have, how they're doing in Europe, you begin to wonder what is happening. Super Eagles have definitely digressed. That's beyond fact. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh, and you last point you mentioned. When you look at it with the type of players, you know, Aribo, all these guys, these guys are flat out ball players. I mean, I'm I'm talking about you watch their games in Europe and you're like, wow, solid players. Indeed, man. Indeed, I think Leicester will fall apart if you take that guy out of the midfield. The games he didn't play, you saw the huge difference. I mean, Ehenacho is just has been informed. You know, the list goes on and on. It will be. So when you look at all these things, you start to ask yourself, you're meant to be getting better at this point. You've had these guys for quite some time. You've been able to add additional pieces. You have a young squad. There's a lot of pace on that team, a lot of speed, right? So you're looking and you're like, okay, what's going on here? Are they not listening to you? Are they not reacting to you anymore? What's the deal? And this, all this is happening on the eve of AFCON, which starts in January, and World Cup qualifiers, which, believe it or not, is not going to be easy. We have Cape Verde in our group. You know, um, you know yeah, you know how Africa is. The away games, they will make it as difficult as possible for you to win those games. Yes. So it's, it's, it's one of the situations when you look at it and you're like, listen, I don't know, but he needs to get it together because if he does Yeah, he needs to get it together. And the other thing, too, is Look, I, I don't know what's been going on, but, you know, one of the things that really troubled me was I always feel like you shouldn't play guys. I know these are professional football players, so they should be adaptable. That's part of the modern game. You ought to be able to play more than one position. You're tactically flexible. But there are some times when necessity creates that a need for flexibility and other times when you just self-inflict the problems you have. And one of such problems is playing Kevin Akwaguma in right back, a guy that's a natural center back. Now, we didn't have anybody, like during the AFCON when um, I believe it was Abdullahi Shehi that got injured, and we had to play Chidozi Awazim at right back when he was a center back, and he balled. He was he excellent as a defender. He didn't offer much going forward, but we weren't needing him to do all that. Anyways, in this case of playing Kevin Akwaguma, there were two players, the natural right backs that were on that team. I believe one of them was uh, Olaina, who's playing excellently. Well, I'm gonna say excellent, but at least he's getting he was getting playing time in the Premier League for Fulham game. Yeah, it was start, start, started every game for them. Yeah, just about right. Yeah. And I, I can't remember who else was there. I don't want to say it was uh, Igwehi, but it might have been there. Okay, I, if you don't want to blame, I can even understand that. But playing that guy and he was getting abused from the friendly match when they played play against Algeria, abused. And he put him in a match against Sierra Leone. It did take Sierra Leone long for them to figure out that's where we need to attack from. Put in the crosses yeah. that scored their goals. Just flat out having him have a nightmare. You know, and so those are kind of things that leave you scratching your head about, like, what's going on, Bernard? Um, yeah. We, you know, this is not his fault, but we can't find anyone that really the position of number 10 is not solidified in the midfield for Nigeria. 
you know, playing uh, Semi Ajayi and central defensive midfield. There have been some baffling decisions, I'm telling you. There have been some baffling decisions. We have, I'm not sure. I don't think Raw has control of his camp anymore because a, a coach with control of his camp will not have the a governor and sports minister suit up and come practice or train with the team for a photo op. Well, let me put it like this to you. But, yeah, yo, on that point, though, I'll defend him a little bit. And the yeah, reason right. why is because just politics, man. You know, NFF, and that's not even on him. He, 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 there's no coach in their right mind preparing for a crucial game that would allow that kind of thing to happen. I think. So how was that on on him? It's it's, it's not on him because the NFF, the way those guys work, you can easily, you know, how Nigeria is, man. You can easily see the president of the NFF saying, "Oh yeah, this governor, oh, this is my guy, oh, let him," you know, easily. Yeah, easily. but come on, that, that, I can see. And plus, here's and plus here's another thing. But Here's another thing, though. Do you think Clemens Westerhoff would have allowed that nonsense to happen in his day? Yeah, Clemens Westerhoff, military Cle people back in those Clemens Westerhoff, exactly. Clemens Westerhoff had a direct line to Abate's office, right? And those guys, part of the reason why he was so successful, believe it or not, is because of the military. Because those guys had his back so much, anything they needed, boom, they got it. And if anyone stepped out of line, they checked him. But in this case here, I guarantee you this. Just hosting that game in Benin City, mm -hmm. the Edo State government paid NFF money to have that game held there. And that in, in itself alone guaranteed them access to do that. So, you know, it, it, it's one of those things. And, and this goes back to the point I always, my main criticism of NFF is the fact that they're not financially self-sufficient. The fact that they can't chart their own course because ideally the president of the NFF should be able to say, you know what? Screw all these guys. Here's what we're doing. My technical department will make a decision on exactly how our plans go. And that's it. We don't take any money from any of you guys. We're totally independent. And that's how it's going to be run. And, 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 and you know, bro, so that might be, you know, the other part of this, the analysis is also the fact that, you know, players, you know, why do they play? What, what are they playing for? Let's not forget these guys, their profession is football. That means they get paid to play football. That's Correct. the result of living. Now, some people say, oh, but well, they make so much money. No, 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 no. No man, no man works without wages. I don't give a, I don't care how much you're making or do you not just, if they said this was volunteer work, then fine, it's volunteer work. And whoever volunteers, we know they volunteer and then we'll accept them. But this, even playing for your national team, you still get it's money. These guys yeah. haven't been paid for two years. I don't the players. I don't blame them, especially when you look at what they did in that friendly against Cameroon. Which player in their which player in their right mind is going to step into a tackle in that match? Go the extra mile. None of them will because they're not getting. That's the other part. The NFF has dropped the ball again. We they 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 hit the self destruct button again. Now, this is why they had to go take on a friendly match in the in, uh, United States against Mexico, and they knew none of their players were going to come because they – I was at the stadium. There were 60,000 people in that stadium. 60,000. It was packed. Mexico, it was, right? It was like for every Nigerian, there was – so it was like 1,001, just about. 
And and I'm not, I'm not saying this to exaggerate. I'm saying this because that's what the police officers were telling us. That when we walked in, they were like, wow, Nigerian fan? Oh, we, we see about 500 to one of you guys. <laughs> right? And so that's, it was like a thousand. I don't think there was a thousand. There were a thousand Nigerians in that stadium that day, bro. But that's how it was when we, when we went to, when we went to watch that game in Houston. Remember, right, right, that's right. How it was man. Yeah. So 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 the, yeah. there was money from that game, and so the NFL gets a, a, a portion of whatever they promised them, right? Maybe yeah. gate proceeds or whatever. I don't know. I'm not privy to the contract. That's why the NFL went to that match. So I, I understood that they need the money. So they said it doesn't matter if we get bored from our digging day, we'll execute this match. That was a huge disgrace to us. Right? Because it those was. guys were not civilians material. Even the fans in the stadium, they were even feeling sorry for it. they were they were they were celebrating every goal, but they were like, ah, we're not even playing Nigeria's real team. They knew it, but they still celebrated. <laughs> and and no, so yeah. that, Nigeria is now ranked five in Africa. All right. We were number three. I think even one of the things that made people happy about Gunnar Raw was our ranking was shooting up, but it's been steadily dropping down. We were I think we were two, then we've gone down to three, four. We're number five now. We were lucky to get seeded in the AFCON, the recent AFCON draw, because we're the last seeded team. Wow. We're lucky. Very lucky. Because that would have made it much more difficult. You know, and, 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 and here's the thing, right? It, it goes back to part of my criticism is Aurora, but a lot of my criticism is with the Federation, because it goes back to just how are you organizing and creating an environment for these guys to be successful? You know, you take a bunch of home-based guys to go play a friendly match. You make all this noise after the game about really bringing in home-based guys, but you don't have a system to develop home-based guys. So it's almost like there's nothing you've done, nothing, no strategy since you came in. There's nothing you've done to show that, okay, here's what we've done. Here's our next U17 star. Nothing. Do you realize the youth tournaments, both of them, we failed to qualify? U17, U20. That's where all the current crop of our stars, whether it's a Henacho, uh, all, almost all of them. All, all They've of them. all gone through that system at some point. They went through that system, maybe except for old boy at um, a place in Spain. What's his name? Uh, plays a winger in Spain. He's been injured. Oh, two crazy. Two crazy. Two crazy. Did he? He, he, did? Me. he was like a you star did? in 2015. It was him. Okay. It was those three of them. It was um yeah. my colleague. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he did, he did, he did, uh, yeah, yeah. Osiman and Osiman. Those were the three stars. Yeah, yeah. Osiman went through it. Osiman, remember, he won the golden boots, scored all those goals. So you see what I'm saying? So you take that away. We haven't qualified for either. And when you don't do that, these guys don't get the exposure they need. They end up not ending up with the good clubs. So we've just missed, and it happens every two years. So the last, so for the next four years, we probably just missed a new crop of players. Well, the just one so thing know. I would say is that just because we don't send a team there doesn't mean we don't have players. Again, at the end of the days, the reason we didn't qualify may have been that we didn't get the right players anyway in the first place. Well, so, I'll tell you why. We didn't, let, me, let me tell you why we didn't qualify. Because I remember I was following this very closely. I had some guys that were trying to go into camp there. Mm. We didn't qualify because this guys waited until the very 23rd hour to camp to bring in the boys that they were going to camp to go play qualifiers ghana and all these other countries had had their guys for months training 
We were talking about happened. that before the goal by. I remember you and I discussing that. Like you were telling me, God yeah. had their boys in camp for this long ago. What's happening? What's happening? Same, I mean, thing, but, same but, thing. Same thing. Same thing with the U20. No, it's nothing new. It's same nothing, thing with the U20s, right? So even the times when we were winning, this is what we were doing. The problem, the difference, we were playing with twenty-five-year-olds and under seventeen, and and yeah. find that victor's victory. Yeah, but so it's, it's the same thing we were doing before. And, and here's the downfall in that, right? A lot of people don't flat out because Nigerian youth teams don't go for the tournaments around the world. There's several youth tournaments all across the globe, right? Where a lot of different clubs, even clubs from Korea, go there to play, right? Our teams don't go again because of financing. A lot of times they don't have the money. Teams in the United States and Canada and places like that. You know, all the soccer moms to do little big sales, they'll raise the money, they'll pay for their kids to go to the tournaments in Germany, right? You see what's happening now with the US, you see a lot of US youngsters are playing in Germany, you know, in Europe. Uh, that's not by accident, right? It's because a lot of these guys go, a lot of these German clubs, are like, hey, why don't you guys come join our youth club? And it happens. He could go to school here for a little bit. So these things are happening. But on our end, our guys don't go. So the only outlet we really have are those U17 uh, tournaments. And that's why it's, I don't know if you've ever been to one of the screenings, it's a nightmare. Mm. Thousands of kids, mm. bunch of agents, you know, everyone's, you know, it's it's crazy. So, but you see it immediately that, you know, this is the situation. This is why this thing is such a crap show and why if we miss it, you see what will happen over the next couple of years. We're not going to have anyone go anywhere. Any new mm. name? Yeah, that's up. true. That, that that much I agree you know, because the scouts are looking at those tournaments, and when if you don't have scouts, don't have their eyes on you, they don't pick you. And it's it. funny because I was just reading this article about it was on ESPN actually, and they were talking about um, yeah the why. So it was something about how African players, uh, <laughs> the age falsification. Because they had this one gentleman from, uh, I think he played in, played in Bundesliga. The 22-year-old kid got picked from Congo. His agent, in, I don't know if it was France, I think it was a French agent, got him from Congo and bamboozled him and basically just changed his name, changed his I age. I so remember, he yeah. Control of his he was playing for Red Bull. Country. He was playing for Red Bull and he got a Some, big transfer. Like to, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the guy, yeah, I know, I know the guy you're talking about. Season and confessed and that he's actually only one year older and gave his real name and revealed the agent that has been hampering him. And so the the bigger discussion was, you know, why is it that African players lie about their age a lot? Well, they're like, well, because the main things you when the one the European scouts are saying is because European scouts have to understand that. A player who is 22, 24 years old can still be good, can still be trained, can still be trained based on their skill sets. And the Europeans have to change that mindset that someone that old can't be brought to Europe and train. So that's, and if they can do that and people start recognizing that, hey, you know what, they will value me for the skills I have now and work with me on that, then African players, but he said ultimately the biggest thing is records in Africa. As long as records aren't there and there's poverty, people will always do what they have to do to survive. Honestly, this is going to, this is going to sound bad to a lot of people. I don't really fault. I mean, I get it. In the long run, it affects your career. But I don't fault those guys for doing whatever they got to do to get in. Because mm -hmm. here's what, and I've, and I've experienced this. A player is good. You see the player, you're like, he's good. You hear the question, how old is he? 
you say 22 he's really 22. the feedback is oh he's 22. if he was 18 we could have done something well he's 22 he's good well you know okay well but you know if he comes he's already 22 the clubs probably don't want him because you know he's older and you know they can't really work with him if he was 18 they feel they can develop him like dude what are you talking about how old was jj when he went to europe right so it, it you hear this argument and the reason why it's done is because the market end up ends up saying oh we can't deal with this guy because he's too old but so the guy drops his age a couple of years he goes in you fall in love with him you find out you can deal with him you end up selling him on a transfer fee and you make a lot of money off of him and this is a player that had he told you he was one year older you wouldn't have touched him right you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. total BS. And and part of the reason why it's BS is because a lot of times these players are coming from Africa. So they don't see them play. They haven't seen the level of competition they play against. Right? They don't respect the level of competition. You see a guy, beautiful touch on the ball, excellent dribbling ability, just balance, everything just checks off. And you're like, so he's on the eyes, he's beautiful to watch. But then you say hear him say stuff like, oh, well, we don't know what kind of competition he's playing. He's not good enough. And like, dude, you don't know that. But they're not willing to take that chance to bring him in to actually take a look. That same player, if he goes to one of their tournaments, and let's say he's on some youth team from Congo, and they play Ajax youth team, and he destroys Ajax youth team, you'll see 15 to 20 clubs lining up to sign him the very next day, right? This is the this is the dilemma that faces a lot of our players. And that's why if they don't go for these showcases where they're on this platform competing with against teams that they do respect, they have no respect for them. None. And a lot of guys at the age of 17, 18 end up missing out on those opportunities because no one is putting up the money to take those clubs to go play at those tournaments. And by the time they do get the opportunities, they're already like 24. And then they have to drop their age and say they're really 20. 18. Right? 18. And, and, and you know what? <laughs> Honestly, Mike, you know what? F anyone that says, you know, yeah, they're too old and this and the Africans drop their age, whatever. If you lived in the conditions that a lot of these guys lived in and you went through the struggles they went through, guess what you do? You drop your damn age too. So all the people, yeah, all those people saying all that stuff, whatever. End of the day, he goes in, he gets a good contract, he gets the sign-on fee, his kids and his entire extended family don't struggle anymore, yes. right? So whatever. Yeah, so anyway, moving on to, um, I don't know if you want to, I don't know how you feel about, so since yeah. we're talking about Gennett Raw, apparently, I mean, he has two tournaments to um, prosecute before, Definitely, he's not coming back as the head coach of Nigeria after 2022 World Cup. If we make it to the World Cup at this point, I can't, I cannot beat my chest and tell you that we will qualify for the World Cup in 2022. However, we have the AFCON coming up in January, and um, we just got drawn against Egypt, uh, Sudan, and Guinea Bissau. So I think um, that's not really too strong a group. I think there's a, I think Algeria has to face the Ivory Coast. Let me see if I can pull up the uh, AFCON draw. Yeah, but the worst, anyway. The worst problem has always been they, they have the players, but they lack discipline. That's their issue, man. They just, those guys just, you know, 
exceptional players, right? Mm-hmm. But they step on the field against Algeria with Riyad Mahrez and those boys, man. I'm telling you, it's just you you see the difference in just focus and discipline to win the game. You know. Yeah, so I'm looking at this draw. Nigeria is in Group D. Egypt, mm-hmm. Sudan, Guinea-Bissau. And I think everyone is looking at, oh, my, I don't know. Quite frankly, the 24 teams in the tournament is too many for Africa. I know it helps bring more teams in. But I, I look at it, and there are too many games where I'm looking at it they're like, eh, I'm not really interested. But in Group I would, e, love, I would, have, love, to, I would love to go for that tournament, man. Go to Cameroon. To Algeria, Sierra Leone, Equatorial Guinea, and Cote d'Ivoire. Let's yeah. go. Let's do it in January. Not bad to make a trip to uh Cameroon. <laughs> so if you look at if you look at the other groups, let me look uh peruse through there's no real maybe eh, I'll look at group C, Morocco, Ghana, Comoros, and Gabon. Seems like a tough group. A balanced group anyway. Algeria, Sierra Leone, Equatorial Guinea. Yeah, Comoros, Comoros is going to chop. Comoros is chop 9-0-11-0 from everyone, but is Morocco and Ghana. Group A with yeah. the host has Cameroon, Burkina Faso, Ethiopia, and Cape Verde. Now, I think that group is bad. That's, that's, that, that's actually a tough group. Maybe I don't think Ethiopia it's tough because of quality. I just think it's balanced because they're all within each other. Like, yeah, yeah I, Cameroon I, would be the one you look at because they're hosts, but I don't know. Cape Verde. Cameroon, no one's favorite. Cape Verde, man. I'll tell you something about Cape Verde. The same guys that... um built up one of these academies in West Africa, went to Cape Verde and did the same thing. And then they went to Madagascar and did the same thing. And ever since they did that, you see what I'm saying? Ever since they did that, both countries have been putting out solid teams with solid players because they've actually created a platform where kids could go in, get trained. You see what I'm saying? It's not rocket science, man. So Madagascar came out and beat us. The last Afcon. Yeah, we played, we played. We played our backup team, man. And we had already. We already qualified. Right? I mean, context is important. I mean, it is. It is. But look, look. Let me put it like this to you, right? In, in the history books, it's in the history books, man. Of course, it is. There's no denying it. But I mean, and that's where in 50 years, you, if you just say it, it sounds better than it actually is. No one's gonna give it without the nuances, that. right? If you don't sit down and say, "Well, here's <laughs> what happened." No one's Madagascar beat Nigeria. Yeah, well, it's in but it's anything you say after that is going to sound like an excuse, right? It's true, but the truth is, if we nine ten times that we played in Madagascar in that same scenario, if we if it, let, or let's put it like this, that match was something a match we needed. Do you really truly believe that Madagascar would have beaten us? I don't think so. Nigeria, one thing we were good at is we don't lose matches that we want to play. We but but let me say, let me say this though. My caveat to that point is this, right? is that those are, I guess, characteristics of an undisciplined team. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'll give you an example. A team that's qualified, if they play a team that's not on their level, it doesn't matter. They'll go out there and they'll, 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 they'll... was good. Having said yeah, that, they'll, 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 they'll push over no, they were they want pushovers, but I'm saying like clearly what the better. Like you mentioned Madagascar scalp it, like they're a decent team. They weren't like horrible. And they had the motivation. They were yeah. But you and I, you and I know, you and I know some the, the, the real teams in this world. They'll go out and play a game like that. It may not even look good, but you be like, halftime is two zero, they're up. Right? Well, set play goal, free kick goal. That says something about Gernot Raw, though. And I think that's where a lot of fans, a lot of criticism 
I'm on the side that that match didn't matter. Because if you think about a lot of, like, you know, Raw has had a few losses where it was just like, eh, it doesn't matter as much, so we'll do try something else. Lost to South Africa in the AFCON yeah. World of Mind, where he just filled with a young team. Because he, I think there was a reason for that. He had, like, players that he couldn't bring in, like, the experience. Victor Moses wasn't there. Mikel wasn't there. Somebody else big wasn't there. And he just said, oh, we'll put a young team out there. They should be able to do the job. They weren't able. So and, and, and I think sometimes, man, a loss, a meaningless loss is a good wake-up call for a good team sometimes. Because it lets you know you're not invincible, right? If To me, I don't care about meaningless losses. I care about losses that matter, like losing to Algeria in the semifinals. That mattered. There's no excuse to make about that. Granted, I think Algeria just that, that, that was a beautiful that was a beautiful free kick from Riyad Mahrez, though. Exactly, that's, that's, but it but it that's the one that matters. Yeah. To yeah. me, it's when we play those guys that it matters. When we play the Cameroons, the 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 Cote d'Ivoire, the the teams that can stand up to us toe to toe, and if they beat us, it'd not be a surprise. That's where that's where it matters. But yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But anyways, um, yeah, so I don't know. AFCON is wide open, in my opinion. I think, first of all, I don't think there's one team or maybe two that are clearly head. I think only one team is head and shoulders above everyone in Africa, and that's Algeria. They have an African record 27 match on beaten streak going right now. The quality of their play is very catchy on the eye. You know, they play good football. The other team that plays good football, but not necessarily with as much end product, is Morocco, right? Senegal, so I, don't, I don't fear Senegal. If you really, if you look at the fact that if you take Sadio Mane away, which you shouldn't do, but apart from Sadio Mane, no one, none of their players scare me. We'll, we'll physically, we'll match up with them. They're just maybe physically stronger, but we're better skilled than they are. You yeah, know, I'm not worried about Senegal. Better. Huh? The thing, the thing about I'm not worried about Senegal. The thing about Algeria is, um, when you watch them, right? Even in the last Afcon and some of their friendly games, they're efficient, right? They don't waste a lot of ball. They don't do anything too fancy. They know exactly what to do when they get the ball. They get the ball in the right person's feet, and they just they just make it simple and they score. Simple. You know what I mean? They do, and they know how to play. They know how to play teams from sub-Saharan Africa. They're like, you know what? Fine, let them have the ball. They'll make a mistake very soon, and they'll be wide open. And sure enough, <laughs> right? Sure enough, the teams do. Because you know how a lot of these teams play. They come out, moving the ball, trying to rush and score. Next thing you know, they're in the midfield. The defensive mid from Algeria just goes, boop, give me that rock. Pass, Riyad Mahrez, cut back inside, boom, goal. And Mahrez is not selfish. And that's the no, thing. He's not no. a prima donna. He is actually a squad player playing. For yeah. Like he's a he plays as just one of the squad. You know, yeah. and that's that's a testament to the coach Belmadi. Belmadi has done an awesome job since he took over from. I think it was Robert Major that was the coach. Uh, yeah, the Robert last Major. coach they had. I think it was it was uh, Belmadi and Major was the coach before, and then it was the European coach they had when they came to Nigeria and got. But it was a comprehensive victory. We beat them in the uh, qualifiers. And even really when we came back, we should have won that game against them in Algeria. But in the record books, we've lost, we lost that game 3-0. It was a walkover because freaking administration. But ultimately, um, if you look at AFCON, I think the favorites are the defending champions. The heads and shoulders above everybody. And I think everyone else falls under that. And I'll say we're all on the same tier, Senegal, Morocco, Nigeria, 
I'll say those are the teams you're probably looking at. Really, quality. I, I will make a, I, I will make a prediction high. though. If we don't make it to the semifinals, Raw is not taking us to the World Cup. Just FYI. No, that's, am, that's a fact. I'm a hundred percent sure about that. You know, it, I know it, that the, country the, too well. He won't survive because right no. now his approval rate in that country is not very high. It's like not that, very high. Nigerian fans are fickle. We don't. Yeah. My, the thing is, Nigerian fans want to see good football. We want to win, of course. Winning is the ultimate. But we, we, if we win and we don't play good football, it leaves a bitter taste in our mouth. Hundred percent. You know, and that's and that's something that we've had since the days of yore. And right now, we're not seeing good football from the Super Eagles. So, at the very least, they should at least win. Let them win. They're not, winning. They're not winning. They're not. They're not they're even not winning. And they're, they're, and they're not. And they're doing it against teams that they should be beaten. And and you look at the squad and you're like, what's going on? These guys are extremely talented, right? So you don't know what's going on, man. Um, and it's a question for him to answer, and he needs to figure it out because this Afcon comes up, you know. Um. Well, before AFCON, a series of qualifiers. In fact, I think they're coming up in about uh, three weeks' time. Well, even less than that, Seth. I think it's um, September, I want to say September 3rd. Yeah, back-to-back games, right? They're back-to-back games. Yeah, it's the 3rd and the 7th, I believe. So the 3rd is a Friday, and then the 7th is a Tuesday. I think it's something like that. Either either that or one of those two. And those are the times that we're playing against, uh, I think it's... I can't remember the order. It might be Liberia first, then Cape Verde second, right? Now, those matches are big. Now, I don't, again, when you look at the group that Nigeria is in in the World Cup qualifiers, again, we should scale past. We're going to finish first in that group. I think everyone believes that. So it's not even that. That's not where the World Cup qualifier becomes an issue. It becomes an issue when we have to now play. So this is for one why we have to stay seated in the top five. Because if we're in the top five, we can avoid teams like the ones we just mentioned. Algeria. Wait, wait. So wait a second. This World Cup qualifier, how is the process working? So they put us in this group. It was a little confusing when I heard it, right? They put us in this group. Right now. There are 10 groups yeah. of four teams. The first place team in each group qualifies Comes for the out. next round. The top five seeds are, you know, top five seeds. And then the other five get matched up with them. So you don't want to be obviously Less we than don't the top be five. Algeria, Senegal uh even morocco let's just leave them so we want to be in the top five so i mean those are the three honestly speaking those are the only three teams i will see that can beat us in a two-leg series senegal uh, algeria morocco it came down to, if we had to play senegal i'll fancy our chances but I'll, be yeah. t- I'll tell you right now it wouldn't look good for us to play against algeria we probably wouldn't yeah. beat morocco either because we're just it's just that's the way things are right now i don't have that much confidence in the whole setup so we want to avoid those kind of teams. So really, finishing first in your group, that should be a given at this point when we're playing against the likes of Cape Verde and Liberia and I don't even remember the, the, the four team that's in that group. Somebody. I, I, I could check it out. But whatever it is, um, we should finish first. That's not the qualifiers. The qualifiers start when you have to play that two-leg series against teams like probably Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, uh, uh, yeah, those kind of teams, Mali. You know, uh, Guinea. So uh, after after Guinea after Boston. the two leg after the two leg series, the final five go right. Yep. They didn't increase our our numbers. Well, why would they do that? For what? <laughs> have we shown? 
have we shown any reason why this should increase our numbers, bro? Let's be honest. They haven't. We haven't. We haven't shown anything. None of the African teams qualified for the second round last World Cup. In 2014, only Algeria did, and they lost in the second round. Oh, and Nigeria also. In 2010, zero. In 2006, Ghana. That was. I mean, look at it. If you just keep going back, we don't have teams. Don't make it up. 2000, 2010, that Ghana went to the semi quarterfinals. That quarterfinals. Okay, quarterfinals. So yeah, they almost went to the semis. In yeah, but, they made the second <clears> round too. You know, but even outside of that, right? When you look at it, right, and, and I'll make an argument for the fact that they should. Here's why. Because when you look at it, it's like, how many of the European teams make it to the semifinal or quarterfinals, right? Except for um, the ones that we, the ones we expect will make it to. The, you know, let's be honest. Yeah, but, well, but how many bids do they the have? Finals knock out the ones that are on that other level, like the Swedes. They make it to the quarters. They usually make it. Even Russia's host, they were in the quarterfinals last year. You know what I'm saying? They were hosts, but of course they were still in the quarterfinals. But how many bids? How many? How many? Yeah, but look at how many teams they get though. Yeah, but I'm saying though. Okay, so if you're asking who makes it, they do. So sure, you want to take it, but I mean, let's let's look at. I mean, at the very least, they should give us an an additional. I I don't I don't think so. I actually don't think we just make it at least make make it at least six or seven because because I look at it and it's like when you look at Africa, right? It's one of the toughest places to qualify out of. Because why? it's the, it's the second largest. Co- here's why. Here's why. But but, okay, so, you're saying no, no. Check this. Check this out. Yes, because of geography, right? So when you check it out, right? You look at the U.S. Let's look at Concacaf. How far do they have to travel to play games? Yeah, but I don't understand how what they got to do with anything. Right. What they got to it, do? It, it has a lot team? because <clears throat> because here's the thing. You're Nigeria, right? They put you in a group. You have Comoros, Sudan. Guinea-Bissau, right? Just think about your travel alone. This is the second largest continent in the on the planet, and Asia doesn't even really factor in because Asia, most of the countries that, or most of the continent, is made up of very large countries. So, with us, just playing those games takes its toll, right? And to know that you have to go through this process of playing a whole group series where you've played all these games and traveled all over the place. You play all your players play in Europe. Then after you get through that, you now have to play a round of uh, to a two-legged game against probably much tougher competition to come out. And you're like, it's so much tougher, right? It's almost like the barrier is higher. Yeah, I, I get guys. all that, my brother. I get that. I get that. What I still don't understand is that what that has to do with the quality of teams that we send to the World Cup. Look, Bro, you can argue that, and I'm not going to be cloudy your argument, but I will I will just put this in front of you. You were talking about Europe. They had 14 representatives to the World Cup last time out, and the reason it was that many was because one of the countries was the host, so it would usually be 13, right? Out of, out of, how, many, out of how many countries altogether? Uh, I think it was 32 countries that made it to the, to the tournament. But okay. let's look we at, have, we let's have look 54, at, right? Yeah, but, but but we don't have fifty-four teams that are worthy. I I, I know what you mean, saying. right? So so saying fifty-four is not is not a fair thing to say because you have teams like Madagascar. Well, Madagascar is good now. Malawi, uh, Lesotho, Namibia, all those yeah, adding them to the fifty-four, my brother. And we weed the, we even weed them out in the first the first round. Those teams. Yeah, are, but but it's it's so yeah, so now. so the the reason the reason why I'm saying that is because and I know you're not you're not really looking at this whole travel thing, right? 
But when you really look at it, right, and even if you look at South America, no one has to cover the miles that we do to play oh, games. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't say that, bro. Don't say that. That's where I Who does? Really disagree with you. Who South does? America is long, bro. South America is majority. If you look at South America, look at the if you look at the map of South America, right? right. It's predominantly Brazil. Yeah, but but Chile is down right there. and Argentina, yeah, yeah, Uruguay is down it's there. Not, South America is not even close to being as large as Africa. It's not close. Well, no, it's not close to being as large, and they don't have it. But the quality of the teams is much better. And don't and I disagree? The travel in South America is perhaps the toughest to play. You know why? Their players come from Europe. They got to, first of all, make that long trip from Europe to South America. And I don't know if you've ever done that journey or the journey. I'm sure, well, geez, of course you have. But what I'm saying is that journey from there to South America is a long journey. That's number one. Then they, you're saying that they have to travel, bro. When you look at going all the way from, nah, bro, 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 no, no, let's let. No, no, you can't compare. Bottom. You can't compare it to Africa's well, travel. Of course, not I'm even close. Compare, I'm not going to compare yeah. to Africa, but bro, so like, but let's look at our group in the World Cup qualifying. Let's look at okay, our look at our group. Qualifying. Let's break it down. Like, you know, not everybody's going to travel. Look, look at what we're playing. We're playing Cape Verde. They're right around the corner from us. We're playing the uh, Central African Republic. They're right around the corner from us. We're playing Liberia. They're right around the corner. We're not traveling that far. Now, that, yeah, uh, there, there's it, some countries that were exactly. all South American countries. They play all. They all play each other. They play a round That's robin the, system. Yes, yes, so yes so they everybody's do. Everybody's traveling so, the same amount <clears throat> from your country. You're traveling to everybody else's country. You see what I'm saying? Correct. Correct. Again, I, honestly, I don't understand this argument of traveling it still belies what i'm saying because it makes it makes because the travel makes the 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 competitions and the games you play even that much harder qualify and come to the world cup and how they show out what's that got to do with what they put up okay i get your point about the level of competition right I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying if you, if you, if you were to look at the percentages, the percentile, right? 54 countries, how many qualify? Five, right? But that's what, wait, 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 but, but let me give you an example. That's not fair. That's, I don't like that kind of, but let me, let me, let me break it down to you, right? Worthy. You and know, in, in Africa, in, how many countries are really at that level? While we're saying, wait, wait, check. Let me, let me explain something. While we're saying a lot of countries are not worthy. Togo knocked out some of the so-called countries that are worthy to the World Cup. Angola knocked us out to the World Cup. We didn't right? deserve to go to the World Egypt, Cup. Egypt. <laughs> uh, Egypt, as as worthy as people yeah, may think bro, they are. Bro, wait, 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 wait. That, now, wait. Let, more about us than but, but let me break it down to you. Egypt, as worthy <laughs> as a lot of people think they are, right, Net didn't go to the World Cup until recently. Egypt right? is not so, that great. Egypt but is not but, that but great. the point I'm but that's the point I'm great. making is you, when you play these you when you play these games right two legged games Egypt is playing South Africa but that has nothing to do wait, with wait 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 people. wait I hear but, what you're saying but that's it it it, it, it makes an impact right okay the Egyptian impact players come in <clears throat> in how they perform where in in Africa in, no, no, no 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 I get I get your point I get your point but I get your point about the World Cup. I get your point about how they perform in the World Cup, the major mm -hmm. competition, right? Mm -hmm. What my point is, I don't think that should be the only yardstick that should be used to measure how many births we get. I don't get know what else you can use. Let me, let me, let me, let me. Because that this is this is the so whole thing. Remember, that we had 14 countries from UEFA that went to the World Cup last year. 
All right, yes. let me give you the ranks of the countries. I'm not going to tell you the names of the country. Just give you their FIFA, FIFA rankings. And you can agree with it or not agree with it. It is what it is. Yeah. Number three, number 20, number 12, tied for 12, two teams. Number seven, number one, number 22, number eight, number four. The hosts were number 70. They were the lowest ranked European country, 34, 10, 24, and 6. You may argue or you want to argue, but I can tell you right now, of those teams in Europe, I'm looking at them. One of them was in the semifinals. Another one was in the finals. Another one was in, oh, wait a minute. All four of the teams in the semifinals are all from Europe. What about the quarterfinals? You know, let, and that's that's all we can go by is no, when these no, teams play. Let me finish this one. Let me finish this one. What we can go by is when the teams play each other, how do they do? Look at Africa. Let me tell you what their rankings are. 21, 27, 48, 41, 45. Of course, none of them made it to the second round, right? And they were, and look at Nigeria, for example. We got paired up against number 20 and number 22. We beat number 22, so we did good. So you won't can argue that Iceland probably doesn't deserve to be 22. Croatia was ranked number 20, but they made it to the World Cup finals. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, so the ranking doesn't stop you from doing well. Let's look at Asia, which is another country, another continent that has the same number of participants like we do. 36, 37, 61, 67, 57. Horrible, but one of them made it a second round at least. But right? Asia has, Asia, uh, so here's the thing, right? This is, this is the point I'm trying to make. Asia has the same number of births that we do, right? Asia has how many countries playing to qualify? I don't know. I don't care. But I'll tell you this much. But that's, that's, but that's, but that's my point, right? If, if it's if it's if it's really a World Cup, last four World Cups, Asia yes. has done better than Africa. It's a fact. So we can sit here and argue. Yes, about but what I'm saying them. to you, what I'm saying to you is, you cannot use that as the only measuring stick to say, oh well, because this is the, this is the point, right? This has always been FIFA's fallacy when it comes to the births for the world cup initially africa only had two initially initially just just think about that right so the so-called my point is this the so-called world cup was never really a world cup we were we were never really the african continent was never really said okay you know what you're going to participate in world cup we were treated as a basket to say you know what fine We'll let you come participate. Yeah, with but us. honestly, right? No, no, this and and, and this is and, and, and what gets me. We, no, what we gets, actually protested that. You this know is that, what right? gets me about the entire thing, right? FIFA Congress that passes the laws for FIFA, that votes in who's going to become the new president of FIFA. That person gets that position because of African countries, because we have fifty-four. And that's why we have five, five slots today. Some, some, but, 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 some no, are no, arguing no. that those five are too many. I'm not going to be one of and those. The, I, 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 I'll just reserve my comments for those people. But what I, I, what I, what I, what I will say this. No, no, let me, let me finish right making now. my point. Let me finish making my point. Those, we, 54 countries vote higher than any other continent on this planet. To get the president of FIFA in office. Yeah, but are we talking right? Wait, 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 and that wait, 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 wait. It's important because the FIFA Congress passes the laws that they use to get all these things done. Yeah, but you're talking politics now. You're trying to no because the politics, the the politics is what I go with. No, no, but you're talking about an organization. Go with man. No, but but check this out. You're talking about an organization that runs on politics. The only reason. The only reason. The only reason. The World Cup came to South Africa 
was because of politics. Yeah, but where not they because hosted, of the football. Where they hosted, I let that be political. But yes. the teams on the field, I don't, I don't. Honestly, so let me ask man. you this. So let me ask you this. Why do you think we have five now from two, from one? I can tell you why. Five, first of all, we didn't go. So it's it's a, it's an incorrect question you're asking me if there's any such thing. We didn't go from, hold on, Bromo. We didn't go from one to five. So that's, let's, let's put that I, out I know. there. We, we went, went from, from one, one to, two. to two. Why did we go to two? I explained to you. Why did we, do you know why we went to two? Right. African teams boycotted 1966 uh, World Cup. Why? Because they were sick and tired of having only one team in there. So they protested. They boycotted it. They allowed us to have more than one after that. It was two the whole time. And the only reason the third team came was in 1990 when Cameroon did what they did. And also in record, in 1990 when Cameroon did what they did. And now you can now say, okay, there's justification for the political, um, political pressure you've been putting on us to add, to add more teams. So they became three, and that's how we qualified in 1994 when there were three teams from Africa, right? So I think it was Cameroon, uh, Morocco. Actually, no, it, became, I think it was four teams, if I remember. No, it was Cameroon, Morocco. It was three. It was three Cameroon, Morocco, and, um, um, and us, Nigeria, all right? Then they increased the number of teams going to the World Cup. Once they increased that, of course, we got extra numbers too. I don't, I don't, I think after three, I don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Like, so this, I'm not sure about, so I'm not going to speak on it, but I don't think they actually gave us an extra slot. Like when they had the same number of teams as before, I think they gave us that extra slot went to five when the number of teams increased from, I think it was 16, then 24, then 32. When they put it 32, we got those extra positions. Sure, there's, pol there's politics involved in lobbying for that to get, but let's, let's yes, be honest. It wasn't, there were 32 teams, you had three teams, and then they gave you five. So that's not it. So again, so, so, context matters. But at the end of the day, this is the argument we're having. We're, we're having this argument, do we deserve to have an extra team in there? And I tell you flat out, no, we don't, because our results have shown that we, until any time we get more numbers comes on the back of performances. When we, uh, Cameroon in 1990, us in 94. Oh, and like, okay, okay, okay. When we, so that's that's why when they increased to 32, they gave us five. They didn't just give us four. They gave us five. Uh, and 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 I and I disagree with that because I think, I I think initially the World Cup was never really created for us. They kind of just let us come in seriously. But then at the end of the day, we. And I look at the total picture of football. I don't just look at performance at the World Cup. And when you look at the total picture of football, the kind of players that we've had representing the top European clubs, the fact that we've had a player that has been, been FIFA Player of the Year, the fact that we've had, it shows that, you know, given a lot of the economic struggles in Africa, we don't, we haven't been able to put out the sort of teams that can be similar to some of the teams you see from Europe because they have better economies. Mm -hmm. But that by no means means that, you know, end of the day, you should base it only on, well, let's see how you're doing the World Cup. Oh, you didn't do well. Okay, fine. We're not going to give you more spots. Oh, let's see well, how you do. Oh, you, you, okay, you know what? It, it, no, no, no. It, it, you know, I, I think, I think, I, I think, like that because let, let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. I think, I Losing wait, 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 wait a second, teams. wait a second, wait a second. Like, I want good quality teams. And you're saying yeah. player of the year can't be <clears throat> so you Let me finish my point. Let me finish my world. point. 
Let me finish put my Liberia point. In the World Cup because George the, Ware won the Player of the Year. You can have one good. No, I'm saying I'm saying when good. you look at the overall football development at a place, you use that as a yardstick. You can't say that's oh, why we have five teams in the World Cup. And I that's think out of 54 why. countries, it, it, five not. teams, five teams is too minimal. It, we have the same have, number. We have, we have wait a second, wait a second. We have we have we have the same number of teams. Mm-hmm. as not Asia. the same number of quality teams. That's not No, it. no, no. We we have oh, the same Asia. number of teams as like Asia. Okay, we, okay. if you really look at it, I think South America has more teams than we do and they have way less countries. Yeah, right? but they have better bro. quality. Okay, hold on, bro. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You, 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 you keep, wait, wait. You, you see, the thing is, there. you keep basing your argument on the fact that, oh, World Cup performance is the only yardstick that should be used to measure whether or not a particular the number of my point is yes. you cannot yes. use only world cup performance as the only measuring stick well, when you have you a continent with 54 countries you, you have a country okay let me give you an example let, let me break let me break some down to you do you think i'm going to name a couple of countries for you egypt morocco i'll start with north african countries egypt morocco tunisia algeria mm-hmm. then i'll go to west africa cote d'ivoire ghana nigeria senegal it's mm-hmm. eight teams right then let's go down to South Africa. I beg, let's not go. Let's stay with West Africa and North Africa. Okay, so let's, let's, let's just say, let's just throw in South Africa, right? Those okay. are nine teams that okay. could that, that could possibly go to the World Cup on any given World Cup and have a. They might not. They, they might not make it to the quarterfinals. They might not make it to the second round. They won't. Round. They, they won't. No, 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 no. They might not make it to the second round. But but there are times. But they, they, they could go there. No, no, no. But they could go there. Yes, but they could go. They don't. But these teams go in there and compete. Some of these teams that do. But some of these teams that don't make it to the second round. I want the best teams in the World Cup. Yes. You're saying South America has less uh, countries. Okay, look at the rankings of the teams in South from South America. The last World Cup, number five. Let me ask you: How many? How many? How many? How many? Listen, how many teams from South America go to World Cup? Number five, number two, number sixteen, number eleven, number fourteen. Now you talked about eight five teams, teams right? Wait, 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 five teams. How many countries? Teams how many countries? Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. How many countries are in South America? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Okay, so so wait, 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 wait. But wait, so you're saying you're saying they might look, be there might be ten countries, right? So no, so essentially, wait, wait, wait. They play yeah, so essentially they play you look at you look at you have ten countries, they have a fifty percent chance, whether you're Chile or you're Chile didn't Paraguay, go to the World Cup last year. Yeah, your Paraguay. Yeah, your Paraguay or your or your Bolivia or your Venezuela. You have a fifty percent chance out of ten countries. You're one of five that's guaranteed to go, because and here's the here's the argument you're making. Because Argentina and Brazil have historically won World Cups, therefore. It applies to all South American countries, and you and I know that's not no, the case. No, it doesn't apply to all. No, South it, 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 bro. It, that's my point, because, though. Because the it's South Argentina. Man, no, 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 it's not your point. My point it, is it, being made. It's Argentina look, and Brazil look, that have done well. Not all of South right. America. You're, no, not all, all of South, South America. America. Just about yes. all of them have done well. That make it to the World Cup categorically. And so when I say well, they do better than African teams. All, like, Argentina and Brazil. No, Uruguay makes it to the semifinals or quarterfinals. You know what I'm saying? Uruguay they made it to the semifinal in 2010. In 2010. 
they made through it the, to the, uh, through the Suarez handball that knocked Ghana out. Ghana was the better team in that game. That's what I'm saying about nuances. Ghana was better the team in that game. Yes, they well, made boy, it through. I don't care about the. Um, but that's my listen, point, man. though. Like no, you can't no, just you have you have to look. But what I'm saying finish. is this: what you have to look at the full picture, though. You have to look at the full picture. The performances. Look at the forget. I am. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the performances. Exactly. I'm talking about the performances. I'm not talking about this just the fact that you win or you get to this round. I'm talking about exactly. how they play. Uruguay makes yes. it consistently makes it out to top notch rounds. I'll give them there. this. They won some of the very first World Cups that happened. I'm not I'll even counting give... that. I'm not I'm okay. talking about okay. let's look at since 2000, even okay. since 1980. You when Uruguay makes it to the World Cup, they're gonna make it to the second round, or at least they've made it to the semifinals. You can argue about oh, it was this player. They've made it to the semifinals and they've made it to, they usually get out of the first round, at least quarterfinals, semifinals, somewhere around there. I don't Columbia. think they got our last World Cup. Did they get out of, out of the group in the, stage? In, last in World 2000. Cup? And, I don't uh, think, I don't think. Um, 18, they didn't. 14, they did. 10, they did. No, 14, okay. they didn't. Because I know, I know one of the recent ones, they didn't make it out of, they didn't make it out of the, I, the group stage. Yeah, I know. Um, Costa Rica knocked him out. I think it was one of those. I think. Okay, let me. Oh, well, let me finish. Yeah. Around. Let me finish. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Colombia, go ahead. when they make it to the World Cup, it's they will at least get out of the first round. They make it to the quarterfinal. They, they, they were there in fourteen. Huh? Not necessarily. Oh boy. Okay, you say not necessarily. They were there in fourteen. Not necessarily. But yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, they I were there that. last time. They qualified yes. last time. They qualified in fourteen. Yes. Uh, what was the other? In over the years, they're there. They're, and if you talk about performances, we know we like we've had we can we can knock down some Colombian teams, and that's one of the worst teams in South America. Let me ask you a question: Is it guaranteed that our top teams in Africa, when they line up against Colombia, will beat them? It's it for a lot of them is a 50-50 game. I'll be honest with you. And that's the worst team in South America. They're not if the worst. Look at, no, 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 no. Let, let's, be, let's be honest. No, 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 let let's, let's be honest. Let's be honest of, of about the teams that. Teams right? that qualify routinely, that's the worst of the bunch. It's Brazil, Argentina, Uruguay, Colombia, um, Chile. Chile has been doing it the last few years. Chile they, they, just came on recently. Let's let's be honest about that. Right? So, so when you when you when you when, when you, you look watch at the top five South American teams when they come to the World Cup, they usually come in a cycle. Two out of three of their cycle, they'll make it past the first round. You can you can you can book it. You can book it. Look at their rankings, bro. From you the have world five teams. Time. You have five, five teams. Two, 16, 11, and fourteen. You have That's five teams ranking. that qualify, right? You have five it's teams that not, qualify. It's like you're not hearing anything I'm telling you. You're still I'm listening to you. I'm five. trying to respond they to what you're saying. You have five teams because they deserve to be there, bro. But you have That's five teams. Listen, you. listen to what I'm saying. They listen to what I'm saying. They deserve to be there. Yes, but listen to what I'm saying. Team, you have the lowest ranked South American team is number sixteen from the last World yes, Cup. Bro, yes, bro. yes, yes. You think yes. they don't deserve to be there? I'm not saying they don't deserve to be there. I'm saying I'm saying you have ten countries. So let's knock out five of them. Wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Sixteen. That's what you have. Ten countries. Listen to what I'm saying now. Listen to what I'm saying. You have ten countries. Five of them. Five of them qualify for the World Cup. Out of the deserve to be there. Listen to what I'm saying. Okay, fair enough. Your argument is your argument is. I'm not conceding your argument. Your point, by the way, I disagree. Your argument is. Your argument is. They deserve to be there by your standards, right? By the, it's not my. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Let me make my point. Let me make my point. Your, your sports, 
it's no, 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 no. Your argument is your argument is they have five countries and they deserve to have fifty percent of the continent qualify for they, the World Cup because because essentially those, no those five you're saying fifty. Those yes, you're saying fifty percent of their continent deserves to qualify the for the you're World Cup. Looking at it as trying to skew the argument. So no, I'm not trying better. to skew the argument. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make my point. Is, so here's my point: do those five my, countries deserve to be there or not? When you look at it holistically over time, are you saying I think two of them out of the five deserve to be there? I think two. I think Brazil and Argentina. The rest of them is a toss-up. So you're saying the number six yes. team ranked team should not be in the World Cup if they qualify? I, listen, I don't pay attention to FIFA rankings. I'm talking about overall performance over the years. I'm talking about two teams, Brazil. What country, what country is No, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about if you really want to talk about it, right? Brazil, largest exporter of players in the world. Argentina, second largest exporter yeah, of players Argentina, in the world. That's on the side. Bra Brazil and Argentina. Wait, wait a second. Brazil and Argentina. Yes. But I also know enough about South America to know that Brazil and Argentina does not mean Venezuela. Does but not mean Suriname. Right? Venezuela does not mean Guyana. They never right? made it to the World Cup. Do you know why? Who? Who? Venezuela has never made it to the World Cup. Do you know why? They're not good because, enough. And when, yeah, they, when, they, they, when they stand up, they don't qualify. But, but they do out of if 10 they countries. Qualify for but, the here, but here's my point, though. Here's my point about Venezuela. They have a higher percentage, a higher likelihood of qualifying but yet because they qualified. only have to play a certain amount of games. They're 10 countries total. Five of us are going to go. Now, in our situation, we have 50. My point is, listen. No, my, my argument is not flawed. My argument is, we, we see, see, I think, I no, think your premise let's, let's is. Agree to I, let's agree to one thing. Let's agree to one thing. I'm going to let you finish what you got to say. You have to let me finish what I'm going to say next. 100%. So I let up. you finish. I'm gonna, I let I'm you finish. Shut up. For a while. I'm going to shut up. You're going to finish, and you will let me do the same. So go ahead. 100%. I let you finish earlier. Okay. This, this so is my, a new my, conversation. New conversation. Okay, fine. My point is this, right? They have a 50% chance of qualifying. Out of 10 countries, five go, guaranteed. 50% chance. The point of, yes, you have countries that go in there and do well and win the World Cup. Okay. Brazil and Argentina, two. You mentioned Uruguay. Uruguay didn't qualify last time. And they only started doing well recently. They before qualified that, in 18. They were there. Wait, wait, wait. Before the Suarez, Cavani era, Uruguay did not even, a lot of times, did not even get out of South America for years. They were there okay? in 86 and 90. Okay, but 86, 90, exactly. But after that, what has happened? Right. So let's 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 keep it let's keep it at that point. Now now you come to you come to Africa, 50, 54 countries, right? Crazy travel. A lot of countries are good. For one reason or the next, they may not qualify. The argument now that you're making is based on FIFA's false premise, which is oh, you guys are not good enough. So but so we're not going to give you more spots. But uh but you said you let me finish, but our players, our players are good enough, right? En masse to get signed across the board around your continent. But you know what? We're only going to keep you at five, ten percent of the total amount of countries in your continent. When you should really give us a lot more than that, I would argue we should have at least seven, seven spots. Because of all the countries I call, right, seven of them could go, right? And it makes sense when you look at it because we have the highest number of countries out of all the continents and we make a significant impact to FIFA Congress. So I'm taking not just the performance during the World Cup as a yardstick, 
I'm taking performance. I'm taking overall performance in football globally. I'm taking the fact that our contribution to the organization. And when you combine all of that, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense that you would even say you have 50 countries in the continent and you only have five of them go to the World Cup. It doesn't make any sense at all. So yeah, I get your point about performance, but I, I think that is not the only measuring stick that should be used in looking at how many con- countries from a continent okay. go. Let's, let's go back to South America, then I'll come to Africa. All right. So you, your argument is that a country like Venezuela has a 50 percent chance. Let me even add Bolivia. Uh, in fact, let me even add there's all these countries that are going Peru. There's Peru. There's Bolivia. There's Ven- With their 50 percent chance, Venezuela has never qualified. You know why? Because they're not good enough. Guess what? If they qualify for the World Cup, they would have had to be really good that year to beat those top five teams in South America, which are those top five teams in South America happen to be amongst the top 20 teams in the world. In the ranking that you say you don't believe in, but guess what? That's what's used worldwide. So it's not about your belief. This is what it is. So that's why in of those countries, in of those 10 countries in South America that routinely participate, that's 10. It's always 10. It's a round robin. Five are the only ones that qualify. You look at it, it's always Brazil and Argentina. And then it's usually, it's only about three other, four other countries that rotate amongst themselves. Chile, Uruguay, Paraguay. Occasionally, I mean, I'm sorry, I, I take that back. It's usually Chile, Uruguay, Paraguay, and Colombia. Those are the countries that always go. The other countries, Peru, they hadn't been to the World Cup since 1970 until 2018. Hey, with their 50-50 chance, they don't seem to be going to the World Cup all the time in a 50-50 manner. Venezuela, zero appearances. Bolivia, once ever in 1994. And guess what? They had a really good team. They had a star, their best player ever, Echeverri, and a bunch of uh, Jaime Moreno, and a bunch of other guys that were like really good players. Even when Colombia was at their height, that's when they made waves and they made it to the World Cup. Uh, Rodolfo, uh, Aspiria, um, um, Carlos Valderrama. No one will argue that that team wasn't a really good team. They played eye-catching football and they were able to overcome teams that were better than them at that time and qualify for the World Cup. So when you look at that 50-50, again, my argument, it's, it's not 50-50. It's these are the best teams in the world. And they're showing it day, year in, year out, that it's usually just about when you remove Brazil and Argentina, which I think they sh- it doesn't matter what continent. We, we recognize where they are. They stand the test of time. But if you remove those guys, it's only about four teams that battle for those three other spots year in, year out. Occasionally, one other team will sneak in. When they do sneak in, it is a really good team because they have to be that good to overcome all the other top 20, 30 teams in the world that they're playing against. That's number one. Number two, let's come to Africa. You're saying, oh, we have 50 countries. We don't have 50 quality football playing countries. Let's get that out of our heads right now. Because even in Africa, it's really only 10 teams. They're usually or nine that rotates the qualification. Since Nigeria got there in 1990, or let's even look at it since we have five teams in the World Cup. I don't remember which World Cup it was. I can guarantee you we haven't had up to 10 countries that have made it to the World Cup since. It's either always Algeria, the main teams, Algeria, Morocco, Nigeria. That's it. Even maybe Cameroon, maybe. Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana. Not even Cote d'Ivoire has only been to the World Cup three times, Max. Senegal. 
Senegal, Senegal made the World Cup twice, and they made it in 2002, and they made it last time. And have they been to the second round? Cote d'Ivoire went in. Cote d'Ivoire went in 2006. That was the first time. One, Ten. And, they, and, and then 2010, 14. And 14. So, That's it, so three times. yeah. So, so guess why they <clears> went though? <throat> Let me finish. Guess why they went? The golden generation again. When you're good, you're good. It's not a matter of um, numbers. I don't want to see no fucking less. Oh, uh, fuck less that they'll never make. I don't want to see Ethiopia in the World Cup. They don't deserve to be in the World Cup. They're not good enough. I'm sorry. I'm African too, but I'll be honest. I, you know, I'm very, very blunt when it comes to looking at the style of play. You talk about some of these countries. You talk about these nine countries as if all nine are always on top at every given moment. Let's look at all the countries. They go through ups and downs. It's, it's, it's Nigeria and maybe one other country that are about the only countries that you know that even in their low ebb, they can still qualify for the World Cup. We're expected to be there every single time. There really isn't any other African country that is expected of them like that. Let's be honest. Just look at it. And we're not even the best-ranked African country. And you know damn well that we go out there and play nonsense sometimes when we really are the most talented country in the continent. We don't have seven good enough teams to go compete against number 25 ranked teams in the world. And we show that routinely. We might pull out a surprise here, a surprise there. But in reality, Cote d'Ivoire, which was the team that everyone thought was going to do something all those years with the golden generation, they laid eggs. They were a bit unfortunate. They kept getting placed in tough groups. I remember the year they had the same group as Argentina and Netherlands, and they were in there. And then the other year they had Brazil and Portugal, and they were in. It's just unfortunate. Okay, I get that. But even the year that they had a good enough group in 2014, finally, they blew it in the last game where they had to beat Greece. And they let Greece and Samurais on those crappy-ass players. Greece! The worst European team you can think of still beat them to knock them out of the World Cup in a must-win game. Bro, at the end of the day, bro, competition on the field is what matters the most. Yes, you're talking about all these qualities, you're talking about the numbers. We don't have enough quality teams, more than five. Even the five we send, we end up sending at least one or two teams that are crap teams. That would finish last in their group. Almost before we even, once we put the draw out, we know those teams are finishing last. Egypt is not that great. They're great on African and the African continent, the Afghan, because of one advantage. They have a good run in local league, and their local players play in the national team, and they have that gel. And the and reality is that it was a golden generation that did that winning an Afghan from, I think it was 06 to 2010. They won three straight Afghans. But they couldn't do anything in the world stage because not good enough. They, they went to the Confederations Cup. They got their asses whooped. They got their asses whooped in the Confederations Cup. They played good football, but they finished last. They came out with zero wins in that Confederations Cup prior to, I think it was the 2010 World Cup, if I, if I remember correctly. So, bro, uh, the numbers thing is great. And when you talk about South America and try to make it seem like half the team, but when you look at it, just because it's not a 50-50 chance. It's the best teams that qualify routinely, and those best teams come to the world stage and show their medal, usually. When I'm not talking, don't, don't bring out one example to go over the historical nature of things. Let's look at at least the last 20, 30 years. In the last 20, 30 years, Africa has gone backwards. Uh, highlights of African football occurred from Cameroon to Senegal. That's it. Uh, even Ghana was a little bit of a blip. 
they came out of nowhere. Well, they I wouldn't say nowhere, but they were a blip. African performances in the World Cup since Senegal made it all the way to the quarterfinals of the World Cup in 2002. Ghana made it to the quarterfinals. Not in 2002. 2010. I just told you Ghana was an aberration. Yeah. I just said that. So, yeah, I'm talking about the fact that apart from Ghana, when, I, when I'm talking about what I'm talking about is a consistent run of good performances from 90, from 90 to 2002 was when we had our heyday. But okay. even in that consistent run, we never had more than one team shining. Cameroon. Okay, I'll say Cameroon. It was only two teams then. But they are the ones that opened everyone's eyes to African football. And not in 1990, by the way. You know when Cameroon really opened the eyes of African football? It was in 82, where they should have been in the in the next round, but they drew all their matches. It was just unfortunate. It was an unusual set of circumstances that knocked them out. Both them and Algeria in that World Cup should have been in the second round back then. Algeria made it to the second round in 86. Are you, are you seeing the, the progression? Algeria and Morocco. Morocco beat uh, Portugal 3 nothing in 86. Those performances from Cameroon in 82, Algeria in 82, uh, Morocco in 86, Cameroon in 90, those consistent run of performances by the teams that were there led FIFA to say, you know what, These when we put two teams out there, they consistently perform well. Let's add another team. Coupled with politics, of course, but the, the politics is not enough. It's the performances that allow the politics to make a difference. Let, let me. Um, put a third team. That third team came, did well. Okay. Nigeria. Okay. I get your point. So, so let me say this, right? You, 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 your, your, your point is well taken, but I think what you, what you, you're not taking into context is the full picture of the World Cup. You have to realize, right? The country you highlighted in South America, Uruguay, they won the very first two World Cups, if I'm not mistaken, right? So a lot of these countries, whether it's Uruguay, Brazil, Argentina, um, Germany, England, a lot of these countries were all involved from the onset, right? right. And when we didn't, we weren't even a factor at that point. They were all involved from the onset. And, you know, then if you look through the history, they gave us one spot and then they gave us actually we've things. had that spot since 34 since the second world cup so it's not like africa's spot which is given we've had that spot since 34. okay okay so they gave we they gave us one spot they gave right. us one spot i remember 1982 1982 world cup watching it with roger miller and all those guys it was two then it was two in 86 and then in 90 i believe that's may maybe you went to three no it was still two we didn't have three in nine. So, so we're still two in. So our participation in the World Cup, for the most part, is relatively new, very new compared to a lot of these countries. Our participation is very new. Africa's so, participation is new, yes. Yes. In so, terms of uh, real participation. Let me let, let me land the plane. Let me land the plane, bro. So in in terms of participation and African countries getting out there and competing at that uh, competition. It's, it's 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 a very new one and given the fact that a lot of these african countries um including nigeria all of us all the african countries have a very slim window to get to the big dance you know I, but that's where i disagree wait I wait 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 because 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 here's the thing right i don't think it's slim. Depending... It's the same country's going 
No, well, it's the same yeah. countries going, brother. It's not really it's the not same the countries, Let's though. Go back and look yeah. at the numbers. Let's look, I mean, just look at the countries that went last time: Tunisia, Senegal, Nigeria. So, so Morocco, when you look at when you look at when you look at it, right? From the numbers, from 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 when the numbers were two, even in nineteen ninety, it was two. Nineteen ninety four was our first time ever qualifying for the World Cup. This is a, this and, is a tournament. And there was three of them, and there was three of them. This is a tournament that's been going on for. Goodness, how long we made it for the very first time in 19. We weren't good enough to go prior to that. No, because we had two spots. Well, I man, believe. I believe. Had. Listen, I, I will argue this to it till the cows come home. Nigeria had teams that were good enough in the 1980 when we won African Cup of Nations that could have gone to the World Cup and performed. In 82, right? In in, in 82, we right. didn't go. It wasn't because we weren't good enough. We're we just enough. limited. No, no we, we weren't we, good enough. You know why we weren't good enough? So first of all, we lost in we didn't lose in the final round. You know who we lost to in '82? Do you have any idea who we lost to in '82 in the qualifiers? We lost to Tunisia. Tunisia didn't even make it to the World Cup. So look, yeah. we weren't good enough. Bro. So 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 and, that, and it's hard for, and we didn't even qualify for Afcon in '82. You do realize no, so, to so, defend so, our Afcon championship, we didn't qualify. Yes, we didn't qualify. Yes, because in '80. And, I, and I'm not sure how much you know about this. In 80, it was the end of that cycle in 80. And they won the Africa. Yes. That, that cycle was the first glorious cycle because we won 76 All-African Games, finished third in Afghan in 78, and then won in 80. So it wasn't like just out of the blues that Nigeria... Let me, let me ask you this question, right? We're going to disagree on this. This, this is not going to go anywhere. Mm -hmm. But let me ask you one last question. Do you believe the 13-seeded team that qualifies from Europe is better than the first or the third team that qualifies from africa um i don't know who knows i don't know but look like if you look at the let me just ask you okay so we beat we beat iceland we beat iceland in the last world cup handedly dominated the game whooped they ass. it was clean and clear there wasn't any question about it iceland would outranked us iceland mm -hmm. qualified from europe mm -hmm. iceland went into euros that a couple of years earlier and and, and stunned everyone mm -hmm. right when That's the World Cup, like that, all yeah. the people predicted that they were going to trash us. Mm -hmm. I'll give Gunnar Raw. I'll give I'll give Raw um props because he said if that same team I, I didn't think Aston was going to try. I never I, thought they yeah, but I met Musa went in there and put on a clinic. So it's it's he did. So it's it's it's. <laughs> so so the point is, if we go by if we go by FIFA's logic. For yeah, birth. No, 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 no. Let me let me let me let me just say man. this. If we I hate when people you know, do this. And, and here's another thing. Here's here's another thing. Here's another thing. No, no, no. I, bro, 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 let me finish. Let me finish my now. point though. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. No, 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 but let me finish my point. I'm talking about the last World Cup. I'm talking about last World Cup. One example, bro. I'm talking about last World Cup. Even if you use the game against Argentina, right? This is a team that after after they knocked us out, they went to the next round, went to the next round. I think they got stopped, what, in semi semifinals? Argentina? Yeah. Hell no. Argentina lost the next game against France. Oh, yeah, they, they lost the very, to France. They lost 4-2 yeah, yeah. the very next they, game. They lost to the team that ended up going on to win, win the World Cup. So if you, if you, if you really look at that, at that uh, you look at that game, that game alone, if you one look at that game, game bro, I would never, yeah, I would bro, never bro, listen bro, to your argument with one No, game. no, no. The game against Croatia, 
Bro, no, no, no. All I've been talking it, about has been his. I've been giving you the game against Croatia, but the game against Croatia. I understand that, but the game against Croatia. I can't argue with you on that. It's one. You give me one. No, but what I'm saying is okay. Okay, let's 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 move. Let's move to another country. Let's move to another African country. What I'm saying is fifty will beat number ten time to time, bro. That doesn't mean what what I'm saying is no. What I'm saying is this: you're missing the you're missing the point here. What I'm saying is, yes, even if there are games that they lost, when you look at the full context, even Egypt, right? They lost Egypt all played the crap in the World Cup. Yeah, they played. They played. They played some good games too. Which good game did they I play, think, boy? Which let's let's break, let's 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 let's, 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 wait, let's break down their group. Let's break down their group. <laughs> yeah, boy, they, they were in. They were in. Let's break down their group. <laughs> Oh boy! You didn't watch the World Cup. You say you played uh, good. No, 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 no. Let's break down. Let's, they been, they got zero let's, let's break down. Let's break down their, <laughs> their group. group. Let's break down their group. Simple. No, no, no. Let's break down their group. So they Egypt was Saudi Arabia in their group. They were they, had, they couldn't even beat Saudi. They played Saudi Arabia and they played the lowest ranked European team. They played Saudi Arabia and somebody else and lost all three matches. So they lost to Saudi, did they? Oh, but, look, man. <laughs> I don't think they well, did. Let's, let's argue your point, but I, what, once if you if, if people wait, 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 wait. So I think here's here's the thing. Here's the point I'm trying to make, right? I think when you when you I think when you when you when you look at it, I'm actually I'm trying to remember that game. I, I'm actually shocked. Which that they match? Lost that game. No, yeah, like, they lost. They lost. They've the been playing a good match. In fact, they 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 fall. The one thing excuse I'll give is the Salah when fully fit. So I give him that he scored in the way he played. Say if you're on the field, you, you play. You and I both play football. We know there's no excuses. You you're fit to play. You're fit to play. But yeah. he wasn't healthy. We all know that was after the Sergio Ramos uh, incident. So I think we know he wasn't fully fit. He took late egg. Morocco went there. They laid egg. Um, who's the other one? Uh, Senegal. They laid egg. Tunisia. Their football was so abysmal that I was falling asleep in Tunisia matches. I was in Nigeria at the time. Their matches were like Africa played like crap. All five teams. The best African team were us. And we should have beaten Argentina. This is the worst Argentinian team and worst tied with them. That's the worst. We had, that. We, team. we had that game. We just couldn't close it That's, out. That's all it was. We lost. I, when you yeah. look at all look. of the results holistically, all overall, don't pick one. Pick just look at the whole thing. We laid eggs all around. And guess what? It wasn't unexpected because of our rankings, right? Look, we, when you say Nigeria and Iceland, Nigeria was ranked 48. Unbelievable. Iceland was ranked 22. They were not the lowest ranked European team. To so remove Russia because they didn't they make it. They made it out of Europe. They, they had no problem qualifying. Yeah, uh, no, of course, because they, yeah. you know, it's, it's, they, were, they were amongst the top teams in Europe. That yes, they were. Era. They legitimately, were. legitimately, they dominated they were, in Euros before that. Yes, they were. Exactly. They, they were the here. lowest yeah. ranked team in in the World Cup from Europe was Russia, but I don't count them because they were the host. They didn't have to qualify, so I removed them from the equation. They're the host, so it just happens to be European. I look at all the other teams. The lowest ranked European team was Serbia, number thirty four. Okay, so do you expect an African team to beat Serbia? We can. We lost to them in the World Cup uh, friendlies. friendlies. We lost them in the friendlies. Yeah. Counts much, but whatever. It was. It happened. What did they do? They were. They were. What group were they in? They were in the top group. I remember. I remember much of what they did. Who cares about Serbia? But I'm sure that I guarantee you, if we're playing Serbia, we beat them in 2014. So that was pretty good. Um, okay. So let me let me ask you this. So let me ask you this question. 
if we go by FIFA's argument, which I don't agree with, by the way, let's just establish it because we're not we're not we're not going to make any progress on that. But if 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 I go by FIFA's argument, so here's the thing: we have five teams from Africa, five whatever, 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 whatever. Last World Cup, Germany didn't qualify past the group stages. I believe um, there was another team that... And sucks. they were number one ranked in the world, yeah. <laughs> Correct. So um, if we go by that, you know, if powerhouses or certain continents don't do well, do we... Uh... Oh, boy, I don't go by FIFA rankings. I'll tell you what I do. I, I'm, I'm talking about it, but I talk about what were the performances of these teams in the world? No, I'm saying... What I'm you saying is... You're missing my question. You're missing my question. What I'm saying is... FIFA's argument, their argument has always been, right, all the football in Africa, whatever. So they only get a little bit, just two teams can come. And then over the years, oh, their football is getting better, you know. Let's it was, bring it was in, getting better. Let's bring in more. We see how they do this and that. And, oh, okay, yeah, you know, they're getting better. Let's give them another, another slot, you know. And I just, I feel like, you know, that whole approach, I get your point about performances in the World Cup. And, you know, but we haven't really, our, our appearance in the World Cup is one that's extremely new in the history of it the It ain't comp- even that, well, in the history, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, in the history of the competition, but, it's but new. That's why we need time and to show that we're good, though. Yes, yes. But we I think time. also, five, I also bro. I also think that there are teams, like, look at what you said about, when you look at it really historically, West African teams have done way better in the World Cup than North African teams. Yes, but North African teams have qualified for more World Cups from when uh, we had but, but two birds. And when, they, especially when we only had two teams, yeah. When we, so when, especially when we thing, bro, speak, just piggybacking back enough of that. When we only had two, it was the same two teams that usually qualified: Algeria, Cameroon, or Morocco. That's it. Yeah, it yeah. was the revolving door. So, I mean, but that's but see, it's buttressing my point. When you're good, you're good. So yeah, but if, there's, if there's, you're saying, if you're saying, if you're saying, oh, it's 54, then we should have more of the different teams showing up because all these teams are so good and they're being deprived of the opportunities. But that's not what we're seeing, bro. What we're seeing is even with our five teams, if you look back to when five teams were the standard, last World Cup was the most diverse in qualification from, oh, thank goodness. 14 and 10, the same two five teams qualified. Over an eight, over two cycles, you're seeing the same five countries qualify. 14 and 10? 10 and 14, the exact same five that were in South Africa were in Brazil. Well, let's go over them. Except, Ghana. With, with the exception of the host country, obviously, South Africa. Again, I, when I don't yeah. count the host in the numbers. So Ghana, country. Nigeria. Whatever you count, just count it. You count it again. You know, you know I'm telling the truth. It's the same. So, and, and, okay, so let's look at that. So that was 2010. We had five. So we go back to 2006. I don't even remember the numbers. I can guarantee you it was the same teams except for two upsets when Togo and, and Angola, Angola showed up. And yeah. Angola, the only reason Angola showed up is because that year Africa changed the rules. From, instead of using goal difference, they used head-to-head. If they use goal difference, we're in the World Cup easily. So they had to tweak the rules to get somebody else in. That, that allowed somebody else in, but I give them the credit. But what did they do at the World Cup? Nothing. Nothing. What about Togo? For all their, because Keshi did well to qualify him. Nothing. Togo is the only country out of the countries that you know of that has ever qualified since we got five. It's the same. It's either Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana, Nigeria, well, this is Nigeria, 
That's that one is we're guaranteed our spot usually. Then it's one of Morocco and Algeria guaranteed, if not both of them. So two out of Morocco, Egypt, and Algeria, and then Tunisia. Usually two of those are guaranteed. Then Ghana and Cote d'Ivoire, and then Cameroon. Oh boy, after that, what else? Nothing will. South Africa had their moments when they had their heyday. You know, they knocked one of those, but really, those those are the only countries you're picking from. We're not we're not picking from any other countries because those are the best African countries. I understand that, but it's 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 it's. I understand your point in terms of performance, and I'm not I'm not even I'm not I'm not disputing that point. Right, that's what I'm saying to you. I'm not disputing the point in terms of performance because that's factual. You can verify that. What I'm the point I'm making is that it's the World Cup. Right. So and so yes, and yes, and, and, and yes, and yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, because 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 here's the thing. Because yeah. no, no, no. It, yes, because be it's the World Cup, and yes, you're going to have teams that are not going to be on the level of a Germany and England, a Brazil and Argentina. And right? It's going already. to happen. But I think <laughs> I think you already. should I think you should have <laughs> I think you should have. In terms of the World Cup, because in FIFA Congress, every country has the same vote. Yeah, but right. Um, so, but I'm just, I, I just think you should have. Is two different things, my brother. Yes, but I think you should have more of a representation from Africa as opposed to just saying we're going to give you. Because here's the thing: if you look at the history of five, bro. Five no, 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 but no, no, five. because. I don't think so because when you look at the history of it's it, it's only one. It's only one continent that has more than five, bro. And now you're gonna say, "Oh, but it is." But that's a crazy. That's where football is at. That's where we all go to to go play. Yes, you're not gonna argue. I mean, that's so it makes sense. So you, what I'm saying. So is Asia, how football, many? How many? How many does Asia remove, have? You want the lowest ranked team of Serbia, so that's number thirty-four. You want to remove Serbia and replace them with who from Africa? Who will be the next team in line if we didn't have? Uh, Tunisia. Let, uh, let me put it. Let me. Oh, so so let. Okay, let's look at this thing. Let's look at this thing factual. How many teams compete in UEFA to qualify? I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know. Okay, but we it's know a thirteen. Lot, man. They, and, they and, we, and we and we and we could and we could research. We know thirteen go out of how many that really qualify. And you and I know Andorra and San Marino aren't going anywhere, right? No. Just like so we, we know we, I, that Lesotho yeah, yeah. and Namibia, every continent exactly has right. But we, you but have to you still never make it. Even, yes, even with you, thirteen spots given, you know Andorra and those countries will never make. Correct, but you still have them compete, right? They still go out there. And comp- there are fifty-five UEFA nations. Yes, yeah, but they're how competing many? just like Lesotho is competing, bro. Is Lesotho not competing? Yeah, Lesotho is competing, but my point is, my point is this. My point is this: <laughs> the fact that the fact that in CAF. We were good enough. To, we're, we're we're going to allow. We we can make our same argument in calf, right? To say, you know what? If you don't do X amount, you shouldn't. You shouldn't even. You shouldn't even try to play games to qualify. But that's not what it's about, though, right? If you're yeah, a member we, of we, CAF, no, but bro, in sports, you get an equal footing to stand and compete. Well, and that's my point. Got. Is it's not an equal footing when you have 54 countries and you're only giving five slots. Yeah, but bro, bro, okay. That's my point, though. It's okay, not an equal footing. I get what you're saying about the competition. Yes, historically we haven't competition performed. Competition sucks, as, man. Like yes, you, we haven't I'm performed sorry, as good. But I'm I'm not disputing that fact. I've never I've not disputed that fact. politics. Fuck that. My point has always been. Huh? It's like, excuse my French, by the way. 
no, no. My, my, my point is my point is just being it's not it's not the competition I'm disputing. That's every you could see that. I haven't disputed that. My point has just been it's a World Cup, but we weren't really part of the so-called World Cup from jump, and they've just slowly but you're making it sound increment. as if we just excluded ourselves from the World Cup. We said we were no, my point is my point is you we know my teams, Nigeria's national team didn't form till 1948. And before and then, we're playing and, with boots. We're not boots. We're playing with with with, with no shoes and traveling but that, like. But that, but, but that's my point. You but to now lose 12, to lose twelve. But two, now, yes. But boys, now, those, how many African countries? Yes. But now, how many African countries? We didn't Correct. enter the Nations Cup till the seventies, bro. But how many African countries now have players playing in the top leagues in Europe? How many African countries yeah, now? But, yes, but, but my point, point is this. My point, point is this. I wanted to address playing my, on a team. Those yes. players playing on those top teams. Guess what? The countries we, usually make the World Cup. Out, out of out of all the continents in the world, outside of Europe and South America, we're the only other continents produced a FIFA World Player. Yes, but but but. But, but my point, but, my but, point but, is, but, my but, point but, is but, this. But dog, those players and those top teams from Africa. The countries are usually in the World Cup, bro. Well, I mean, the, the countries that are producing the well, top players. Are, but the, my the point is, the, the Cup, argument man. they could make before to say most African countries didn't even have independence when the World Cup started. They, you know, whatever you said about I mean, not wearing facts. shoes or whatever. But, but but they're facts, yes. But today, right? We may not compete at the same level or perform at the same but level. But the when countries they go. that have those but, players and but, those but, tough teams are but, playing in the World but, Cup. But but. Our overall football has gone leaps and bounds compared to what it was even in the 90s, right? You're leaps right. and bounds. And so what I'm saying about, is, what I'm saying is, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even saying, I'm not, what I'm saying is, I'm not even saying it should be at the same percentile as Europe, but it I'm can. saying we it definitely, yeah, but I'm saying we definitely need way more representation than just five teams because the five teams thing. And when you have five teams from other continents and they don't even have a quarter of the countries we have, it doesn't make sense. And our continent is a oh lot boy, Oh, boy, let me ask you something. I think Come on this now. conversation, we were talking about uh, we were talking about something else and then this conversation morphed. And one of the we're, things talk, I we're talking about World Cup qualification and, and the fact that um, I can't remember. Yeah, so um, the other thing, too, is when you look at the AFCON draw. Remember what I said? One of the things I mentioned? I immediately said, 24 teams is too many. There's too many crap games. There's some games. Look, I I religiously watch AFCON. I've been watching it since I was a kid. I don't miss matches. There's some matches I'm not going to pay attention to. I mean, just look at at some of the games that have been thrown up. They're juicy matchups because you have teams, the top 10 teams, and they put them in different parts. So you have Nigeria versus Egypt. Who wants to watch Sudan versus Guinea-Bissau, bro? Who wants to watch? See, that's, 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 see, that's why I disagree with you, right? I don't, see, that's I the don't. point. That's the point I'm making, right? It's like, yes, you may not want to watch Sudan versus Guinea-Bissau, but there are millions of Guinea-Bissau. Of course, they're from Guinea-Bissau. They're going to want to watch it, but even the Guinea-Bissau be packed agree trying that to watch it. That's my point, though, right? So that's what I'm saying. Is like. We they might look at it and say, is for the best, bro. It's not, no, it's, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because because you still have teams that go in there and have no business being in there, but they're there. Then, in my opinion, we should cut down the number of teams in the World Cup then. 
In, in my opinion, fuck it. Cut that number. If you're if you're saying those things are not as long as good, as long as the cut is as long as the cut is equitable across the board for each content. It doesn't have to be equitable. It just see I, that's I that's why that's why I disagree with you because here's what they're going to do. Sports they're going to say they're going. But it is when it comes to determining merit. how it's it is. Oh, it's not about merit when it comes to talking about the money structure within the organization, though. I guarantee you that sports is not about equality. It's about merit. If you're going to talk about what about equality then we wouldn't let teams win back-to-back championships no if you're going to if if you're going to talk about you you have to participation trophies to everybody it's not about participation trophies bro it's about it's about saying good enough you shouldn't if you're really going to make it if you're really going to make it a world cup then you should say at the end of the day here's what we're going to do based on the amount of countries in your continent this is how you're going to qualify and this is what's going to happen i'm not saying I'm not saying that by any means, yeah, give Africa 20 spots. No, I'm not saying that. Well, of course but I'm saying, saying what that. I am. Uh, yeah, but what I am saying is that you can't say, oh, you have, you know, you got all these countries. Fine. Okay. Out of those countries, right. which ones are the key Mauritania ones? Fine. Versus Gambia. That's a match that's going to be in the African Cup of Nations. Sierra Leone versus whoever. Hey, Comoros versus, well, at least they're Comoros. I, I, I pity for them. Man. People but, watch these yeah. games, man. These, these people in their country. Bruh, Malawi versus Zimbabwe. You know I'm a but, good boy. You're not going to watch anyway. But yeah, yeah. But, but I'm just saying, like some Call some of these people, so some good. of these people in these countries, that's the only football of their nation they might ever see. You know that, right? No, they watch. They still, no, these countries they know all our players. They watch all the African Cup of Nations prior to now. Yeah. They know all our. When Nigeria doesn't qualify, do you not watch African Cup? Of but they, but they get excited. What? You know, you know why? You know why I say that? Excited, I remember, I remember one you're time. About crap doesn't mean it's not crap. It's still. Yeah, crap. I remember one time Nigeria played a DRC, and um, this guy I know from DRC, uh, I was in Florida then. He he had the tape of the game. We beat him. Uh, we beat him, right? But he had the tape and he played the tape for me. Like, look, I have this tape. Nigeria played DRC. I'm like, oh, okay. So he played it. And I'm sitting down there watching the game with him. And DRC had some half chances here and there. I'm like, did you see that? Did you see that? Oh, we almost scored on Nigeria. And Those I was sitting down watching. don't need to be in the World Cup, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> they end up going there and disgracing Africa in the first place. I don't want to see Zaire 9-1 again, but the players are fighting over which one's going to put the ball in the nets. Oh, God. No, never again. I'm sorry. I, look, no. I, I look. I was in the stadium in 1994 when Russia played against Cameroon. Both it was the last match of the group stage. Both teams were already out of it, right? And Cameroon, you know, them with their money problems. Russia beat Cameroon five-one that match when Oleg Salenko scored five goals. I was there, and Roger Milos was the oldest, so two records were set that day. Salenko scored the most goal in the modern era, the most goals in one single match, five. And Roger Miller scored in that match to be the oldest player to score a goal in the World Cup. I was there, bro. I'm not even I'm not even Cameroonian, but the shame and yeah, the shame uh, as a black man, they were all looking at me. It's just shame. That's kind of shame I don't want, man. Like sending those. Imagine if we send, let's say, let's put let's put the team here. So you want to make it equal, Zimbabwe? Okay, and I don't get chance now. You and I, you and I, now you know. Now you're being, now you're being silly, because you and I know, you and I know. If we give ourselves seven spots, Zimbabwe is not qualifying. The Soto is not qualifying. You and I know that's not going to happen. So my, that's my point. They're making the five teams that are there right now. They haven't even shown that they're. Worth, I mean, but my thing is this, right? The way I look at it is like, so depending on how you're seated, right? Teams into the best 
Yeah, tournament. but depend oh. depending on how you're seated, right? You could end up playing a team, and depending on what happens, and you know how Africa is. Like you said, Sierra Leone took us to their rice fields to play. And our European and guys they don't, they don't look... get the the are all good. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like in qualification, right? I'm just saying in qualification, you could have teams that miss out on the World Cup. But because of guess what? If those things really bullshit. work in the long term, right? So some of huh? these countries would have made it already by now. But unfortunately, no, none of these crap countries. Only Togo is the only country that has made it that I would say is the surprise. And, and Angola. Out, who did they knock out that year? Was it? Uh, they knocked out uh, Cote d'Ivoire, I think. Cote d'Ivoire. I believe it was them they knocked out. I think it was them they knocked out because Cote d'Ivoire had a, yeah, I don't remember as much anymore, but I know Keshi was their coach. So it was Nigerian know-how that took him there. Plus, I'm sure they had some players that are really Nigerian, you know, like Antebayo and a bunch of other guys probably. Who knows? I'm, I'm just making it up now, being clearly biased as a Nigerian, but Really, at the end of the day, so you want you want us to add we, the five teams we send. Uh, bottom three of those five are already questionable. You want us to add two more so we can end up getting this grace. Just remember that we don't always have nine teams that are good, right? The Cote d'Ivoire and the Ghana's they have, they go they go through ups and downs, and when they go through downs, they're down. Because so let me ask you this though. Let me a little but 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 let's let's kind of get past this because we're clearly yeah, in disagreement. Yeah. But let me let me ask you this. So why is that the case though, right? It's after years of, of after years of I mean they have the athletes. They don't develop them, is that what you're saying? Well they don't that, develop that, the that athletes. Part of it, but also what you gotta understand is that those countries are small. See, we have to remember those countries are small. When and that's what I've been made the point I've been making to you. When those countries are doing it, it's because they have golden generations. We we qualify all the time, whether it's golden or not. You see what I'm saying? Some of the North African teams will qualify all the time whether they because their pedigree is up there. It's just like Brazil and Argentina. Brazil could be on their low ebb, but they're always going to be top 10. Just like us in Africa, so, it doesn't matter so, how So let me ask you, is. what do you think what do you think population in Cote d'Ivoire is? I don't know, but there's not obviously it's not close to us, man. Just look at their size alone, I should tell you. It's probably about 30 million if that. Let's look okay. at let's look And let's Ghana look Ghana is small, man. Those guys are small. They're in the same boat as Ivory Coast. So let's say population. Let's do population of African countries. Cote d'Ivoire is 25 million, 25.72. And Ghana. What I expect. And Ghana has about 30, I think, or so. It's about where I expect. Yeah. So if. Generations, man. And you know, the thing is. And the reason why I ask that is because I don't think. That that's an excuse. Why? But it, it is a truth. Because when you look when you look at the top countries, our populations are greater, and it matters in Africa because of all the. I don't think here's here's my point in terms of development and bringing out the right hand I don't I don't think that should even. I, as a matter of fact, I think they have an advantage when you compare them to countries such as Uruguay. Uruguay has three million people. Yeah, but when you but compare, see, but you no, compare no, them to see, Serbia. See, Serbia has Africa, Croatia. Africa. That that three million is maximizing Uruguay. The hundred and two hundred million is not maximizing Nigeria because and we you, let boom. so and many you just, by, I, I, you just nailed the, the problem on the we, head right we just, there. We see we but it does but that's what it is. Whether you want yes, to, yes. the excuse is it's there. So but that's my point. That, you right? just you just you just hit the problem until right on the head. Until we get that right, we can't stand up and ask for any more. Because we we're not but, getting it. But, but what I'm saying is, 
what I'm so, no, honestly, what I'm what I'm saying is dominate Africa. It's Nigeria, Egypt is number three in population. South Africa is number five in population. Algeria is number nine in population. Morocco is number eleven in population. Those, so Morocco, um, Morocco, night, but Algeria, Morocco, Nigeria. Those three countries are always in the World Cup. There's one the country that punches above their weight is Cameroon. They punch I above know. their weight. When you when you Ser- look at Serbia. the population compared we to see, everybody. Here's else. here's the thing, right? This thing, here's what I'll say about this, right? It bothers me a lot when you look at when you look at some of the numbers. You know, I just looked it up. Uruguay has three million people. Serbia has six million. Serbia, come, Serbia, wait, 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 wait. That things work. Yes, but well, here's what I'm saying, <laughs> right? And here's what here, and here's what I'm saying. The argument yeah. of things working and that being a factor in how you produce athletes really, to me, it doesn't hold a lot of water because it all it comes down to. Wait, wait. Let me let me land the plane. Let me land the plane on this point, right? Because if you have programs to develop those athletes, those programs can exist in their own silo. And the example I give about this always is Cuba, because a country, even with an embargo, right? You can't do, you can't trade with that country. Go look at how many gold medals they had in this World Olympics. Historically, they have they have produced some of the best boxers on this planet, wrestlers, yeah, bro, baseball you, players, and and an embargo and things working in your country. And an embargo even right. makes it worse. An embargo yeah, makes it that. worse because you that. you go back but, then. It's like you know you we went in a time capsule. I think, I think and you we don't back need to, to argue 60s. about this. I think we're no, no, no. no I'm not. What well, I'm not arguing. I'm just. I'm trying to make what I'm. The point I'm trying to make is that if. These African nations, Cote d'Ivoire, 25 million, Ghana, 30 million, right? If they just decide to create more programs, right, there is no reason why a Uruguay or a Serbia should even compete with them. Because honestly, you and I know in terms of just physicality, they have the athletes, right? But they don't fully invest in developing their athletes, right? So you none, of us see, do. none of us do, right? Nigeria is especially guilty of that. None of us do, right? And if they did, if they actually really just tapped into 10% of those people, you'd be shocked what kind of... Like this, this, this conversation we're having about African countries historically not doing well, it won't even happen. For, yeah, first of all, no forget about those North African countries beating them. That's not going to happen anymore. It's no coincidence right? that five those five, five teams or in that top 11 of population, and even the other teams that always make it, Ghana, Cameroon, Cote d'Ivoire, they're all on, there's no team. So, so I mean, let me name the teams. Nigeria, number one, Egypt, number three, South Africa, number five, Algeria, number nine, Morocco, number 11, population, Ghana, number 14, Cameroon, number 16, Ivory Coast, number 17. There's only one other country out of this top 17 list, I'll say you know, those countries, and it's Tunisia, and they make oh Senegal is number two, but Senegal doesn't routinely qualify for the World Cup, so I'm not going to put them in there. But they are a powerhouse in Africa now. Guess why though? A right. golden generation. All those countries only make waves when they have golden generations. As, again, I keep saying it, it's only three countries that routinely send go to the World Cup without golden generations being part of it. It's Nigeria, Algeria, and Morocco. 
right? Um, and and, and this, Asia is like, number thirty. So and, and this, this is something we can, no this something yeah this is something we can really dig into a little bit more in our next call because we're almost at two hours. Um, yes. Because it's, I mean, we gotta talk about this because it's it's it, you when you look at it right. Cote d'Ivoire did well when they had the golden generation because a French guy went and invested in Asek Mimosa Academy. And that's when he identified Jovino and all those guys and took them to Belgium. And these so had, had their academies. In fact, for the longest, they were the only country that had academies in Africa. Yeah, and but it really didn't led to them winning the first Afcon. Yeah, but it really didn't blow up. So that guy went in there and established that Asek and he started going on the streets of Abidjan and all these places and started bringing in all these guys and developing them. That's when this thing blew up to what it was. And same thing in Senegal. I think Senegal is going to be there for a long time because, you know, that generation foot, the ambars, all that stuff they've established there. Once, one, it, I think once, I think once Mane goes, once Mane goes, Mane is like an exceptional generational talent, and so the Senegal's yeah. always the, the talent they have around Mane right now. Senegal's always had that those kind of Ismail Saw type players. They've always yeah, been there, but they now have somebody who's genuinely world class. Right, and that's the thing. It always takes. They always have. There's always one world class player that comes out of that group that really leads them. When you look at the golden generation, Drogba and Yaya Toure for Ivory Coast, world class players. Um, Mane for Senegal. That's what's keeping them. Once Mane goes, and Senegal returns back to being just good, but not really a threat. You know what I mean? Like even now, you can control them. This is Mane. Once they. Like in Africa, it's, it's it's the semifinals of the Afcon that matters. That's where that's where the real meat of the competition is. That the good teams, any one of those four can win it when they make it to the semifinals. Any one of those four, usually every year in year out. There's rarely a time when there's a team that goes in. Okay, every once in a while, a team will go in there. But really, when you get to the semifinals, of Afcon, those are the teams. That's when Afcon begins. The rest of it is just like jostling to get in position to be in that semifinals, and it's always the same countries. <laughs> and it's the same thing. Nigeria is always guaranteed a spot. Once we're there, we know we're in the semifinals, almost guaranteed. We've only missed out in the semifinals once since 1976. As long as we've been in the AFCON, right? Then if, if uh, one of, a, a North African country probably, and then one of the other guys. Wait a second. We missed out in the semifinals when we in had 2008. Yeah, when we, had Birdie, when we had Birdie when we had Birdie Vokes. And um, when Birdie Vokes was our coach, competition was in Ghana. Die. Ghana knocked us out in the quarterfinals. Yes. Do you remember? So, yeah. 76, we were third. 78, we were third. 80, we won. 82, we didn't go. 84, we were um oh I may, I may I beg your pardon. We've missed out twice. Yeah. 82, we didn't go. 84, we were second. 86, we didn't qualify out of the group stage. 88, second. 90, second. 92, third. 94, 1, 96, 98, then go because of a bacha in South Africa. 2000, second. 2002, third. 2004, third. 2006, third. 2008, quarterfinals, lost to Ghana. Then third every single time we've been there, apart from 2013 when we won. Once we get to the semifinal, once we get to AFCON, we're semifinals bound. It just tells you what you need to know. Like Nigeria, we are different. One of those North Africans said, again, it's just me. So we don't need golden generations to conquer Africa. It's just because we're the Brazil of Africa, man. That's what we are. It's just what we are. We're, we're kind of like bully block bullies, but we don't do shit when we go to the uh, World Cup itself. Although we've done the best of African countries. When you look at it, we have because, the most wins because... of African countries. 
in the World Cup history. We probably have the most points because we had definitely have the most wins. We haven't gone the farthest. We haven't gone the farthest though. We haven't gone the farthest, but overall, but again, again, it's not, one tournament doesn't determine who you are. It's over time that you build your reputation. No, but it it, it it says something when you get to those quarterfinals, right? Um, well, it says you got I to think, the quarterfinals. That's I think like Ghana, Ghana, Ghana. Great for you, right? Ghana was Ghana was this close. Right? Ghana Ghana should have been in the semifinals, but they weren't. So Ghana. I can't put them in there. They weren't um, at the end of the day. And, you weren't there. You got to make and, the kicker make the penalty. If you can't make that, you can't make a penalty. Then you don't deserve to be there. He hit I'm the sorry. post. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not sentimental, man. I'm sorry, and I don't use. He hit if, the post. He hit, he hit. He hit. the post. The keeper went the wrong is the, way. Is okay? the post the net? Listen, that game still haunts me. Okay, so it haunts me too. But it <laughs> yeah, is what it is. But, I saw but, John um, has actually shown that he flops his lines. They even stopped him from taking penalties from Ghana when he was still playing. He's shown it. So it's it, look. It is what it is. You 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 are on film. You put. That's why it's film, right? We don't just look at one game and say and anoint anybody. We look at the overall picture, and that's what I've been trying to paint for you in this entire conversation. Is the overall picture? I, I, yeah. The thing is, I look at the overall picture. I think for me, it's um, when you look at the entire thing. My focus, tied to the name of this podcast, by the way, is just tied to okay. When you look at it. And you say, okay, the performance in the World Cup, and you look at some of these countries that perform, and you look at their population overall, you go, hmm. And it, it troubles me more because, you know, Africa has a larger, younger population. So when you see 6 million people in Serbia, and you see 25 million in Cote d'Ivoire, you know most of the people in Cote d'Ivoire are under the age of 25, and most of the people in Serbia are older. So we have a higher percentile of athletes to choose from. But yet, um, we find ourselves, you know, in a situation. Serbia, Serbia, you know. So so I think, I think it's something that all the federations should take a closer look at, honestly, because... I, I honestly believe these <clears throat> federations know exactly what they need to do, but they don't want to because it means they have to spend the money that they'll put in their pockets into the things that will get the stuff done. And at the yeah. end of the day, I think this final conversation about population probably makes my point more than anything else about the fact that these countries are good. That's why they go to the World Cup. Sure, they're given those slots, but three million Uruguay is enough, to, and they consistently will qualify. Yeah, but it took a while. It took a while for Uruguay to do well in the World Cup. Let's be honest about that. They went. They went decades without doing anything. Well, I mean, okay, All right. So, okay, so, sure, so it's sure. it's it's. Is this but if you want to talk again, about golden using, generations using as well? Yeah, no, but I'm saying like I'm using, I was using them as an example for a totally different reason. Mm-hmm. I was using them for a totally different reason, and, and you brought it back to the point of them being good. And and let's be honest, they they it's, it's, it's the Suarez Cavani piece, and that was only recently. Boy, so outside of that, Nigeria is playing against Uruguay. Who would the betters put money on? Us or them? Today. Over the last. Uh, no, 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 no. You want to, that's why I asked. That's why I asked the question. Holistically, today or today? Put it today. I don't even care today. What do you think they'll put money on us? This team? Yeah, okay. You're dreaming if you really think Nigeria. Well, I don't, I listen, I don't pay attention to the betters. The betters sometimes don't know what the hell they're talking well, I mean, about, especially well, when it comes down to African countries. The match. But the betters, the betters know what they're I think, I think, I, as it relates to, to that whole, listen, I'm not disputing whether what, um, uh, Uruguay is good, right? 
they've, they've clearly shown in the last couple of years that they've been able to get their act together. I'm not talking about that. My focus was really about the numbers and development within countries. That's what I'm saying. Right. I'm, and that right. it is the point about numbers in the World Cup. We're not going to agree on that. That's just what it is. It's not right. change. Yeah, I, I think um, in terms of looking at it, they have three million people, which is pretty much almost ten percent of the population of Lagos, and mm -hmm. you know they're able to find those kind of guys. It begs the question, right? Um, it's a golden generation too, though, which is so. Actually, they're also. Oh, look at Serbia! Look at look at Serbia! Right, Serbia! Serbia has six million. One moment, but you know they have their moment, but they're not. Yeah, they have good players. I mean, they may not. Um, yeah, look they do them. have world look, class look players. They put out Nemanja Vidic is a world class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ivanovic. Uh, list goes on and on. Look at Denmark. Denmark has five million people. Oh, but Denmark is again. But I mean, you're talking about countries where they have training facilities. That, so. The key That's is that point, whatever though, right? those athletes are, they train them properly. We don't train our athletes. We don't have training Belgium, in Africa. Belgium. These are small countries, man. So I'm just saying, like, I'm saying when you look at it for what it is, we should, re if we really try to hone the level of talent we have, we should be way above, you know I mean? The reason why <laughs> we're not on that level. So I'm not even disputing your point about being good and performance at the World Cup. I'm saying because of that, that's why we're talking about this. I do think we need to have more people in the World Cup, but the point about performance and looking introspectively is like, why aren't we performing at that level, right? And I think you hit you hit it on the head um, in talking about corruption and, you know, I just feel it's just the lack of interest. People don't invest in it, but they complain about it, right? You have people that, you know, I'm not going to get into it. I'll get on my soapbox. Yo, we've done two hours. And um, nice talk, bro. We need to do this Indeed, again. man. Indeed. <laughs> there, were some things, there were some things that I thought we need to, We should talk to. Her. We never. We didn't even get a chance to touch on the Olympics. But uh, the Olympics, that one I'm passing now. Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, you see what I'm saying? That's that's the point I'm making, though, right? And we yeah. need to really know. We need to we need to dissect it and have a conversation because at the end of the day, I mean, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, I think we should do an Olympic specific podcast. Maybe one because if we talk football, Olympics will never enter that conversation. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm okay with that. And I think it's just important to say congratulations to uh, I think SA Bruma. Uh, who else won the medal? Brume and uh, the girl from Bielsa. Yes, wrestling. yes, yes. Yeah, uh, I forgot her name. No, she, SA, I forgot. SA was it as a triple long jump or triple jump? Yeah, I believe SA, she won a medal, and then uh, the, the wrestler, girl from the wrestler, the, wrestler, the female wrestler from, from I think Bielsa. She's from those states, but she's, no, she's definitely from, Bi uh, she's from Bielsa. Is she Bielsa? Yeah. yeah, I thought she had like a Yoruba sounding. No, she's Bielsa, and the reason why that whole thing happened was kudos to Daniel Egali. You know, he went back after winning the gold for Canada in the Olympics in wrestling. Them. Went back to Nigeria. Mm. Getting, if you look at the All Africa Games, most of the most of the wrestling medals were won by Nigerians. He's the head of the wrestling federation now, so he's kind of come together. He's done this, and and part of our problem is you see this sort of thing happens. At this point, you should think that a lot of people should come out to support programs that he's trying to push and build a wrestling facility because there's so many 
fantastic wrestlers, man. You oh, know, boy, just... we'll be here. We'll be here another hour. <laughs> talking about this, so I'm not even going to respond to that. Andrew. Yeah, it's so, all good, man. It's all good. Right, it's time for me to go relax and get ready for my, my man. next work day. We're yeah, it's eleven forty. Palava is too it's much. It's eleven forty-five over here. Okay. All right, man. Nice one. Nice chatting with you. Most Catch definitely, up. brother. Till the next time. Next one. Peace. Love. Hair grease. Later.